This is a HeadGum Podcast. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. everything <laughs> the podcast that's been burning a lot of incense lately yeah you look yeah. like you're in the two princes video mm-hmm. pheromones a- marijuana the street drug known as marijuana mm-hmm. oh i've been doing orange crush lately that's the drug i've been doing the soda yeah. that could be a, it soda. could be an actual drug yeah it could be orange kush sean how old are you again 37 38 38 I feel like a 38-year-old man drinking orange crush has got to be a crime in a lot of states. Thank you for calling yeah. me a 38-year-old man. A lot of people <laughs> say boy. What else? Everybody. People who don't know me. <laughs> Do a lot of people say that? You're a 38-year-old boy, they say. You're a wet 38-year-old. That's <laughs> borderline disrespectful. Sean's a sweet boy. Sean has been drinking orange crush and skateboarding. So, like, you have been, you've been a bit of a boy. A top Reverting. boy. Reverting. Sean, Sean lost his virginity and then went home and took a bath. I don't know what you call that. Uh, that's, a, that's a fact about Sean that every time I'm reminded of it, I get the same chills down my entire <laughs> asshole. I can't explain it's it. It's a real It feels ball. really bad. feels really bad. Oh, yeah. It's a oh, the, the culo chills. Yeah, I know about the that. The culo chills. <laughs> it's like it turns inside out like you sat on something. Oh, You're like, culo. <laughs> You hear what she said? She says she says your wind your wind turns, in her poop button. It turns your mustard tunnel inside out. Oh God! This is the top of the episode. We have to stop. This is the beginning of the episode. I did. We this, can't I'm see sorry. Marissa's face, but it's bummed. It's they knew what this was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is right. Because <laughs> that is right. <laughs> we all started it. Up. This is an upsetting way. Oh. Miel's here. She's wearing a bolo tie. Her jacket has fringe on it. And we're here talking about mustard tunnels, for God's sake. Listen, I think they're related. I think I shouldn't have come in you did come so in too hot. hot. I fucked this up immediately. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, I have a sweatshirt on. You can see when I dab. Oh, nice. Oh, God, he dabbed. The video is a little bit too far away, but I also have eyeliner on. I'm doing what? too no, much. I'm you sorry. You got to get up, man. You look fantastic. Yeah. Hell yeah. I combed my hair for this. I like for real took a comb through it, which I know I don't do. So I'm excited. It's really fun. I'm going to screenshot this so that the folks see that we're doing You're not screenshotting it. You're taking a picture with your phone. <laughs> the folks see that Sean is certainly making a hostage video like in this uh, Saudi Arabia. Where are you, Sean? He's in, he's in the depths of a Kosovo basement dungeon. Tell your dad to call the University of South Dakota and eliminate my debt. <laughs> now. Do you think that hostages make their own terms? Please. <laughs> Wait, I'm the hostage? <laughs> no. Am I the hostage? You're the hostage, oh, Sean, right. yes. University of South Dakota, eliminate Sean Jordan's debt, please. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, I'll make the video, but on one condition. I have one term I'd like Please. to add to the list. Thank you. I will kill me. I swear <laughs> to God. It's a, <laughs> it's a modest amount that I could have paid off 15 years ago. I chose poorly, and I did not. There it is. Miel, I missed you. This is fun. I miss you guys so much. This is extremely fun for me. You've to been see gone you for all. such yeah. a long time. It's been what well, we haven't seen you in like a year. How's New York? I I left LA in July, but I had been leaving pretty periodically since about February. So it's been about a year that I've really been in LA. Yeah. Yeah. I it feels and weird. has I haven't actually got to catch up. Has New York been treating you okay? I see your your Instagram stories of you prancing around. New York, yeah, New York is great yeah, this time the, of now's the time uh, pandemic. For that. <laughs> it's really, mm, I chose correctly. <laughs> Up until a month ago, you were bouncing around like a romantic comedy, so it was fun to watch. I'm most <sighs> excited for your home improvements. I, I'm excited too, and this week is um, art week in the tent, so we're putting up all of the art. I've been procrastinating. It's going to oh. be... Mm-hmm. It's just a quick GBBO ref. I don't know if you guys are GBBO fans. Great British Bake Off? Great British Bake Off. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's cake week in the tent. Uh, like That's how I have to view the home improvement projects to keep it interesting. Otherwise, good. it's too monotonous. Are we doing, are we doing okay? I'm, doing, I'm thriving. I'm, I'm thriving, thriving too. I'm actually I'm having a blast. I, I think, by the way, just circling back, Sean, having a blast feels a little insensitive. I think okay I'm is doing the okay. maximum well, I haven't to be doing drank, right now. I've been skating every day. I exercise and I eat at the normal times crazy for me all of that yeah that was so many flexes in one sentence yeah. i'm like honestly personally offended My leg that is was cramping. <laughs> <laughs> like eating at normal times like you really had to go in huh jesus christ it's tough i mean listen it's tough for me i like i eat dinner at like seven no it's not <laughs> you're fine <laughs> that's why i said him he's also with his wife to be yeah, when's the wedding now? It's supposed to be. We're still keeping it August fifteenth, supposedly. But we'll. Oh, interesting. Hopefully. interesting. I didn't. I could miss that invite. It's weird. Mm, mm. I hope. I hope. Yaka 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 yaka. And it's not far from the island either, Sean. So it's like there's no excuse. It's right by the island. I don't get it anymore. <sighs> she didn't get invited to the wedding. Invited dude. to your wedding. Oh, nobody got invited yet. Of course, you're going to be invited. Knock it off. Are you going to wear a polo tie? That's a nonverbal response. Oh, are you yo. kidding? Of course, I'd wear a full suit for you, Sean. Wow, she's going to wear a bolo tie. Are you going to wear socks is the real question. Me and Ian are trying to figure Yeah, we're it trying out. to figure that out. No, 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 no. Summer wedding, no socks. Yeah, right? Never socks. That's what I was thinking. Do I have to wear no socks? socks. Do, do I have to wear them? Yes. No, absolutely not. you got to wear mules, slip-ons. What's a mule? A slip-on? Heelys. I want you to heely down the oh, aisle, Sean. I don't do that. I like. I'm going to kickflip uh, down the aisle. Kickflip over birthday cake. Here, you want to know something I'm looking forward to when this all gets over? I was going to say this. I do. I do. Is I for one do as well. Going uh, suit shopping. I could go either way. Going suit shopping <laughs> with these two and uh, probably Adam, I'd say, maybe even Spliff uh, oh, in Portland. Yeah. I, I'm oh, going to. Yeah. Sean, I can't take your niceness right now. It's, I'm too sensitive. I'm too vulnerable. I need you to be a little bit ruder. No, <gasps> I will not. <laughs> but that was rude. That it's was perfect. rude. That was rude. Thank you. <laughs> Shit. You brought it out of him. I'm sorry. <laughs> even though marissa's not usually here when we record for some reason the fact that her screen is off makes me feel like i know it feels like a rejection feels like we're waiting for us. the teacher to come back or something like that. <laughs> yeah. i'm sorry it's it okay. just weird to have a camera on me while i'm like working no no no, no. no keep I it understand. off keep it off uh, it's just a fun thing i noticed i make a lot of fun observations do you mind actually if i just grab a knife for the rest of this recording i think i would feel a lot better please dog yeah great now two of you not two of you have knives 
I don't know. I think I took my knife away here because you guys were giving me shit. I know. I'm going to keep giving you shit. I'll give me all shit, too. Man, I don't Whoa. have that thing on me. That's the knife you've been... Miel just pulled out like a two-foot knife, and that's what she's Whoa, been that's using. that's quite the knife. Thank that's you. That's one of those... Uh, that's a fillet knife. I believe it's a bread knife, but it is um, longer, oh, wait. longer than my face. Let me see the end of it. Uh, it's rounded the way it should be. Oh, that is a bread knife. Mm -hmm. I thought it went like, I thought it sharked in. <gasps> Look at your knife. Wow, Knives Club. You guys, are we, we're starting an international gang yeah, right now. Yeah, we're starting an international gang right now. I'm already in a gang. Okay, good. And I, you know, I can't just be hopping gangs. I'm already in one. You know, we should write a movie. We call it Knives In. Knives <laughs> In, though. Yeah. Just saying. Just I, heard you can't pull out, I heard you can't pull out that bread knife. Like, if you pull out that bread knife, you can't put it away until it has tasted pumpernickel. Is that true? Yeah. That is true. <laughs> or some type of a rye variety. Also, they don't sell it together, but when you buy a knife of this stature, you have to buy the sheath. You must. They don't sell it together. Wouldn't it be funny if Verizon Wireless was spelled V-E-R-Y-E? -E Verizon. Like it was a bread like it was a bread conglomerate that got into yeah. the cell phone game to <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like accidentally. <laughs> I'm on board. I'm on board. Cutting board. Hey, nitro <laughs> snakes. Man, you better wash <laughs> your ass with that. Oh, Damn, pulled it out. I had to hit him. I had to hit him real quick. Straight from the depths of four episodes. Me, you don't know, and for listeners who haven't found this out yet, Sean is rebranding as a wash your ass comedian. Man, you better wash your ass. Okay. Yeah. I know. I think that's great. I think that's great. For, I, I think that it's a it's a trajectory that makes sense for you, Sean. Yeah. 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 Like, I drop it phrase. in sometimes. It's better to be a catchphrase. Sometimes yeah, yeah, I say yeah. it at the store to people who don't know me. Not now because I'm quarantined. But mix it. Mix up a batch phrase. I think it would be nice if it was a little more specific because sometimes, like the depending on the nature of the the mess that your ass has acquired, it you know you need to wash it in different ways. Like, is it a paper wipe? Is it a wet wipe? Is it a shower? Is it a, a bidet? Like, there's so many. I mean, there's only one way to wash. Yeah, you better your wash ass. your ass with there's all that. There's a lot of ways to wipe your ass. You can wipe. I it. think there's more than one way to wash it. You were ass. talking about ways to wipe. Yeah. Mm, you were talking about ways to wipe. No, I think there's more than one way to wash an ass. Nope. Wash sponge with sponge soap sponge loofah. Scrubber, hand, pumice. You ever wash your ass with pumice? Pumice? A pu a pumice I don't even stone. know what you're talking about. We were speaking English a second ago. You're out here washing your ass with, with a pumice stone? I'm just saying there's a lot of ways to wash an ass. I guess if you want a new layer of skin on your ass, you should use a pumice stone. <laughs> I'll tell you what, you better wash your ass with all that. <laughs> you better exfoliate your ass. Yeah. Anyway, it's that kind of wash cast. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Sean S. Jordan on Twitter Sean Cougar Mel Jordan on the gram Hey bud Sean St. Clown Posse at the gathering uh, Down in the basement How are you doing? I'm good man I'm just chilling Drinking Orange Crush I'm, I'm over here crushing orange drink <laughs> <laughs> Yeah Been skateboarding uh, Trying to not get on my queen's nerves Here's something And I know I knew what I was doing And I did it anyway So we're making chili last night, and uh, she has me. She has me chop You're up not an married. onion. Euphemism? <laughs> Euphemism? Euphemism? No. After my wedding day, it'll mean a whole different thing. But right now, it still just means making chili. So we're making chili, and uh, I put an onion in there, and she comes upstairs. I go. Euphemism? Would this work without is, that an onion? is that a euphemism? What would that even be? A nut? <laughs> Putting an onion in there? That's dropping your nuts in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's the dog in the bathtub. I don't. I don't okay, for <laughs> sure. Dropping your nuts in. Is that is you a crazy drop them term? In. <laughs> you're the one asking those are euphemism. I'm just trying to figure out what you're dropping saying. Dropping your nuts in? Listen, you suggested it. I just yes, New York City you. is. Well, David always suggests it, though. To be fair, New David's York always City bringing that up. New York City has changed you. You left. I have 
a knife, David. Do I need to remind you're also you a big way knife? Nuts in. I don't know what you are. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what did you do with your onion that made her so mad? Uh, I so we put it we put it in the chili, and I was like, "Do we need an onion in there?" She goes, "No, it just adds flavor." And I was like, "You know, I don't like onions." And I just said it like such a dick, and I was like, "What are you, what are you doing?" It can, there, there can be an onion in there. It's fine. Sean. Have an onion. I apologize. You don't even like a cooked onion. I I do I don't I think it's a mental thing I think I I know it's in there so I'm like there's onions in here and I boohoo about oh, it. Oh, bro, it's mental. It's mental. It's, it's definitely mental. mental, bro. <laughs> so, Sean, you're drinking soda. You're skateboarding. Yeah, you know what right. a 38 year old does. Doing 38 year old. Yeah. Shit. Hanging out with an iMac. There you go. <laughs> That's about it. In a basement. Mm-hmm. David Bory, uh, cool guy jokes eighty seven on Instagram. Hey. The G Silent on Twitter. Uh huh. Uh, what was the, what's the new nickname again? Oh. Tay oh, Biggs. Garagey P. Henchman. Tay Biggs. Garagey P. Henson. Garagey P. Henchman. That's right. Tay Biggs. <laughs> Woo, that's good. Great work, everybody. I think we can go. I think that's it. Is that yeah, it? I think we hit it. Let's go. Any more than that, it's like, what do we, where are we putting play, food on their plate? They're, they're not hungry No, we're anymore. getting greedy. <laughs> what have I been doing? Gosh, guys. Knives. Books. <laughs> trying to stay away from the internet. Okay. Uh, and then I tried to get into video games. Can't do it, y'all. Uh, really? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> really? What was your entree? What was your entree? The Last of Us, and I also. Oh, that's too oh. real for right now. That's way too real for I right also, now. I also have God of War. What about like some lighthearted ones? Yeah, David? what about Tony Jesus. Hawk or something? Holy buckets! I have Sonic. Also, versus... I don't mean to be rude, but can you call it Gosh of War? <laughs> where, like, as long as I'm on the podcast anyway, like, if you wouldn't mind. Ah, boys! We just got a petition <laughs> to turn it into Gosh of War. Oh, <laughs> uh, if you're gonna sell it at Walmart, City of Gosh. Right? <laughs> gotta be called gosh i come in here with my fucking kids my gosh darn kids on sundays my fucking kids i need you to call it gosh of war god damn it (laughs) pearls come in here with my fucking kids i like it when people do that like where they like drop their voice and then don't really say it hey listen mister Mm. i don't give a shit (laughs) yeah I don't give a shit what you think. My buddy, my buddy used to say like um, Fargan or whatever. Like he would just substitute words, and I was like, "Hey, man, I don't think God is mad about the word fuck. I think it's like the vibe that you're throwing out when you when you're saying it's fucking tent. If you have fucking tent, you might as well say that shit. Yeah, I hate Throw to be up. a stickler, but could you say I don't think God cares? <laughs> what if like? Sorry, I know we're ha- I know we're on here to have fun. You guys are my friends. I really like you, but like, even if it's like, like, even if it's like, gosh, in a good light, I have to say like, glory to gosh in the highest. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Gosh damn it. Miel is joining us in the temple of Zoom. Oh, we. Miel is here in the temple of Zoom. Braydale is back. Yo, what's up, baby? I'm back and I'm ready to fuck shit up. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm ready to gosh it, get, gosh up. Uh huh. I don't know how to not swear. I'm sorry. You don't give a Honestly, good gosh. Honestly, the darn. fucks and the shits don't bother me that much. But uh, I swear to gosh, oh God, if anybody okay. sticks <laughs> her name in vain, I am going to friggin' lose it. I swear to goulash, if any of you little demons try to slip that god in there, I'm gonna have a c o n i p i t i c o. I don't know how to spell conniption. Oh, sorry you about look that. like 
You look like the first radio DJ to play rock and roll, <laughs> like in Wyoming. You know, it's funny you bring that up because it, the real bummer about the timing of all this for me is that I finally realized what I want to do with my life right as this hit. Like I started quarantining March 11th, March 10th. I figured out what I want to do with my life, which is story of a girl a... cried a river and drowned the whole world. What is it? No, I think he said which is, but oh. I appreciate that nine days rev. Damn it. Um, it is. Uh, I want to be a vegan rodeo clown. Bad. I want to be an ethical rodeo yeah. clown in a big way. Which so means what you get I just like you get like chased around by like cowboys on four wheelers or what? Yeah, 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 yeah. You just want you want to let them hate crime you. I don't understand what you're saying. I want to be a fun distraction from some gruesome thing that doesn't involve animal cruelty, but I still want to get to be the comic relief. We're comedians. We are a distraction from a gruesome thing. Yeah, it's a different thing. Yeah, different thing. Like you want to open up at the flea circus? What are you talking about? Uh, I want to. I want to go to like you know. Okay, when you like, you know what it is. <laughs> if you're trying to take like pictures, okay, this is more specifically. You're trying to take some nice little pickies. Maybe you hired a photographer. You're trying to pimp out that Instagram with your like boyfriend, and you're wearing inverted outfits of the same color scheme, you know. And you can't quite get the expression right, like a baby at Sears. I want to be the person who, not the photographer, but is in charge of making you smile for that photo. That's me. Okay, yeah. I want to be behind the camera, not the photographer again, nothing to do with the photos. I just want to be behind the camera going, look like you have a surprise. <laughs> Give me a little wink. Oh. Turn to me like you have a secret, but then also not communicating that with words, mostly with my body and a lasso. That's the idea. I Listen. If you can hold it in your head, you can hold it in your hand, man. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I knew I'd have your support here. Yeah, no problem. The the ceiling is the sky. You know what I mean? There's no there's no yeah, stopping yeah, how far yeah, you yeah. can take this. Thank God. I would like to invest for a ten percent stake. I'm ready to put five hundred and uh, forty thousand dollars into this. Yes. Okay. Thank you. That's um. I think we could. I can. I think I should probably head out then because I got a lot to do. Get a lasso. Yeah, you got to figure out your audience for this thing that I don't understand. I gotta figure out my outfit. You're gonna need at least one more bolo tie. That's why I dress. I dress like this now. Dress yeah. for the job you want. Vegan rodeo clown. Thank you so much. What uh, is there anything you've been doing that you want to direct people towards? Other than the vegan rodeo clown. Other thing? than vegan rodeo, perhaps a jam that is getting punched up. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. The VRC. I don't when know. When does this come out? Uh, two weeks. A week from Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. So at this point in time, I'm wrapping up my stint with a temporary co-host. Oh. You know who that is? oh, who is it? Are you ready for this? It's Chris Fleming. It's been very fun. Whoa, oh, yeah. that's amazing. You like that? <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. I liked every part of it. Uh, yeah, right, man. It's very fun. Highly suggest. It's a great. It's a great, great time. That's all I got to say about that. It's a great time. It's not quite as good as my vegan rodeo clown idea, but it is up there. What's that video Chris Fleming put up this year about that weird little creature? What was it? The, the Piglio? Yeah. Put some respect on the name. I'm Googling it. Piglio. What's a Piglio? Piglio. De Piglio. If you haven't seen it, it's so funny. Chris Fleming's so funny. Um, <laughs> so tune oh, in. Oh, that's not an animal. You guys fucking butt fucked me on this one. It's a weird little guy. Wee. You Ooh. guys fucking butt fuck <laughs> you, you really. Ian, Ian and I were talking. how are we feeling, bud? How are we feeling, bud? <laughs> I am in the house. We were talking about like going to the grocery store and like, you know how sometimes they'll ask you if you have a coupon at the register? Like if you yeah. didn't and they were just like, you're like, oh, I don't have the coupon. They sure do butt fuck you if you don't have it. <laughs> like saying it in a very inappropriate situation. There's never a good time. I don't think there ever is an appropriate time for the term butt fuck. It's so I can think of one. Whoa. 
<laughs> when you're doing it. When you're butt fucking. No, you would never say, hey, do you want to butt fuck me? That's insane. What is this fucking? You would never <laughs> say that. <laughs> it's a. What is this? Boogie Nights? Is that what you did? It? it is what I said. You say it in Boogie Based Nights. Based on your outfit, yes, this is Boogie Nights. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <I'm... laughs> Don Cheadle hasn't turned the, the corner yet. The fringe. <laughs> Oh, man, I'm just trying to sell some stereo equipment after this is all over. That's hi-fi. That means high fidelity. My name is Ian Carmel, at Ian Carmel on Twitter, at Ian Carmel on Instagram, at Ian... How Ian Carmel is he? <laughs> Pretty Ian Carmel. He's so, he's so Ian Carmel that his eyebrows have eyebrows. Is that a... <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, dude. Your all eyebrows right. got eyebrows. I like it. Yeah. Hey, Ian, what was the Jewish app you were going to say when I cut you off to say how Ian is he? Oh, good call. Uh, uh, Ian Carmel on the uh, the Jewish. Um, uh, go, God. Uh, uh, Ian. Uh, go, Daddy? I heard Go, Daddy. Ian Carmel on Jewish Go, Daddy. Yeah. Go, Bubby. <laughs> <laughs> now, I don't know about you, but I just heard cha-ching. Is all I yeah, so like, go, I've go Bobby. I just registered it. Ba bang. Good call. <laughs> you guys hear the sirens outside of my house? <laughs> <laughs> David, why don't you do the classic uh my rides here bit? Oh. Mm-hmm. You got to You forget how to comedy truth. works, bro. I don't do that. All right. We're gathered here today not only to say my <laughs> rides here, but also <laughs> to draft Romscom, romantic comedies <laughs> yeah dude how, how hey how does it take him this long to get to rom-coms i mean episode 675 Ian just started watching him i'm telling that's you that's what i was wondering yeah. too i'd never really seen rom rom-coms before and uh mia i have a girlfriend now <laughs> yeah oh can you tell god. me who? Yeah. can you text me who oh my god I'll t- <laughs> took her jacket off. I'm so sweaty. Instantly sweat through it. Oh my god. <laughs> she I'd never seen rom-com. She deemed that unacceptable. So we've been going through rom-coms during the quarantine. Thank God for her. Thank God for her. And I've seen like all of them now. And I have I can't believe I waited this long. I don't know why it took me until now. I can't either. I don't know. I was never in the mood. You before. had a job. You were doing stuff. I don't know. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. He's still work he's probably working more now than he was. We had time to watch romantic comedies. It's true. I go in and out with them because sometimes I sort of hate them. But that's only as I've gotten older. When I was younger, I really liked them. When I was like, because I did, I did a deep dive for this. I just rewatched some shit, and I was like, a couple of them I didn't even finish. I was like, this is whack. Yeah. No. No. Whatever. Some of I disagree them are, with some anything. Some of them are whack. I was the thing that happened is I some was some of always, them are crazy whack. You have to admit. I was always afraid that like when I wasn't in a relationship and I was feeling like sullen and like. uh cynical about love i'm like i don't want to watch something about like people falling in love and like when i was in a relationship i was, i don't know it just never occurred to me to watch one while i was in a relationship for whatever reason now i've watched them i fucking love them i want to write one it's amazing oh here's what i'll say about the genre it's extremely hit and miss i think it's one of the highest hit and miss for me personally like genres yeah however when it's hit it hits in a way that cannot be verbalized it is purely sounds and the sound is Haha, but emotionally, yeah. not sexually. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. There's a certain satiation. Was that a sexual sound to you? I don't know. Maybe for you guys, if you say words like butt fuck seriously, maybe that's a sexual noise too. I don't know. Butt fuck. <laughs> they're like so. They're so cozy. That's the weird thing about rom coms is they're not. They're, cozy. they're not very. They're not very sexual. They can be. Some are, but it's not the point. That's we'll get not into the it. point. Yeah. 
Now, the way we determine the order of this draft is through a rollicking game of rock, paper, scissors played between the three of you, and we throw on shoot. Here we go. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. I win! Meow. Yes! Meow wins. Oh, Meow wins! <laughs> I never wanted to win one more than I want to win this one. Oh, because I have to go first. Damn, okay. I'm sorry. You well, have to go first. I'm not going to say this yet, I'm not going to say this yet. Before you determine the order, Meow, I want to remind you, it is a serpentine draft. And what is that? Great question. David. Uh, it's like if you, uh, let's say that you're in the kitchen and you're bored. You're going to make yourself a fun coffee drink that you read about on the internet. Mm. And uh, you're like, all right, I'm going to go get some sugar. You go to one side of the kitchen, you grab some sugar. And then you grab the instant coffee, which is on that same side of the kitchen. And you're like, oh, crap, I need to <gasps> boil some water for this drink. And I'm so bored that I could have done it while I was already over there. But I kind of wanted to walk back over there. So you walk back over to the other side of the kitchen and you boil some water. And then while you're doing that, you're like, Oh, I need some ice cubes, I guess, because, you know, it's something else you need for the drink. So you pull out the ice cube tray. Ice cube tray is empty. Normally, you'd get a little upset about that, but you're like, fuck it, I'm bored. I'm in a quarantine. I'm not doing anything. You walk back over to the other side of the kitchen. You fill up the ice tray. You're like, well, I'm over here. I might as well put another cup of sugar in there because I don't know what's going to keep me up today because I'm very bored. So put another cup of sugar in your drink that you're going to make and you fill up the ice cube tray and then you take it back over to the freezer and you put it in the freezer then you realize that there was already some ice cubes in there. So you grab those ice cubes out, put those in your drink, and then you're like, oh, I need some milk. I'm already over here. I might as well put some milk in it. So put some milk in there and then go back to the other side of the kitchen and, and you whip it up with your little mixer that you got that's supposed to froth the milk. And then, uh, yeah, you just kind of go back and forth doing things until your coffee is made. <laughs> so you're Jewish? <laughs> Miel looks so bored. I watched it. I watched you fall. I watched your face sink. I had a fun time watching everyone's faces just sink and just ponder. I was too. This is the worst part about it is I have to look at everyone's all face. All I could hear, it was so weird. I think there must be a glitch with my Zoom because the whole time you were talking, all I could hear was hee. Yeah, my ears got really hot. It was yeah, weird. Yeah, no, I'm sweating. Yeah. yeah. I smell syrup. Basically what it means is you pick fourth in the first round, you pick first in the second round. With that in mind, what will the order of today's draft be? Oh, interesting. Well, let's think about it. Hmm, 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 hmm. Uh, hmm. I guess yeah, if I had to say, eh, I'd go first. Whoopsies. <laughs> I, unfortunately, <laughs> I, okay, unfortunately I do need to get my first pick, and I will have been very mad at any of you if you took it. So I had to be first. We weren't going to pick it, I'm sure, but I can't I wait to know. see what it is. I think there's an obvious number one pick here, and I need to have it, as it is one of my all-time favorite movies. I do, too. But I, all right. However, after me... Who do I feel like? Hmm, hmm, hmm. How can I incite the most chaos today? Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Sean's pointing at himself, so he will certainly not go second. He's a big rom-com <laughs> fan. I believe I believe I'll have Ian go second. Okay. It's your then funeral, bro. David. <laughs> then Sean. Hot okay. corner. Woo! Let's fuck it up. <laughs> On behalf of Gosh, let's fuck it up. Hell yeah. Excuse me. I hate to be a stickler. Could you just, could you say God? <laughs> I just <laughs> I get mad when people say gosh. <laughs> yeah, it, I invited him into my home and my heart and he's real. He walks beside me so we're just, in a fucking uh, pickle right here, aren't we? Yeah, you know, maybe say his fucking name. About that. He created he created the sun and the moon. Maybe say his fucking name one time. Uh she created the sun and the moon, David, and I'll hear nothing we got else. One of the good yeah. ones on the line, one of the good ones to join the chat. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. She created the sun and the moon and three of the planets. <laughs> Which three? Which three? Do we know? Uh, Earth, Venus, mm -hmm. and Jupiter. 
Dude, oh, come on. <laughs> come on. You laid it up. You knew what you had to do. Man, I'll tell you what. This was created by the devil. <laughs> okay, there we go. He came back. <laughs> Jupiter, wash your ass with that. I'll tell you what. Oh! You got the space hands in there. You got to tweet that at Neil deGrasse Tyson. He's going to love that. Jupiter, wash your ass. Jupiter, wash your ass? <laughs> Jupiter? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Ian's frantically writing something down. <laughs> that hit me. That hit me in the same way as when I first saw a T-shirt that said, "If you see the police coming, warn a brother," and it was the <laughs> Warner Brothers logo. <laughs> Classic beach T-shirt. I love that. I remember. I, I remember. Classic. Like, or like your T-shirt store in the mall. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, that, that made was me laugh so hard one. I just fell on my knife. Luckily, the wrong way, but still. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah, maybe Don't put that put thing where you can fall on them. Now that's the only place they should live. I like to live life on the edge of the Rule night. Rule number one to living alone. I'm not ready for the Law and Order episode where they investigate an accidental <laughs> podcast knife death. <laughs> With a serrated <laughs> knife, no less. <laughs> <sighs> Miel, you have the first pick. Uh, so, which means you have the first pick in the AFE rom com episode. It's finally here. But before you do that pick, we're going to take a short break. This episode of All Fantasy Everything is brought to you by Policy Genius. Now, it is important to plan for the future. I hope this is not the first time you're hearing that. And if you trust what we say, please believe me when I say it's important to plan for the future. I didn't always practice what I preach in that particular arena. I'm turning into more of an adult every single day. And with that, life insurance is a crucial part of that planning. And why not make this year the year that you start doing that, you know, start shopping around with Policy Genius to find the right policy to protect your family. Getting life insurance today means that you can just have peace of mind if something were to happen to anybody, you know, your family, whatever. It's it's such a scary thought. Nobody likes to think about it, but it happens. Stuff happens. And if it were to happen, your family can cover expenses, getting back on their feet. You don't want to leave people stuck with, I don't want to leave Laura stuck with a million shoe bills from me having a couple rough days at Foot Locker. I want life insurance to handle that for me. And with Policy Genius, they just help you compare your options from the top companies and their team of licensed experts is on hand to help talk you through it. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for $1 million of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. Which, come on, who wants a medical exam? Nobody. So if you can avoid it, great. And you heard me, that's a million of coverage. So get in there, give it a shot, save time and money, and provide your family with a financial safety net using Policy Genius. Head to policygenius.com or click the link in the description to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. Again, that's policygenius.com. This episode of All Fantasy Everything is brought to you by Wondery. The early 2000s was a breeding ground for bad reality competition series from shows like Kid Nation, CBS's weird Lord of the Flies style social experiment that took like 40 kids to live by themselves in a ghost town that's insane, uh, to The Swan, a horrifying concept where women spent months undergoing physical transformation and then were made to compete in a beauty pageant. On each episode of Wondry's podcast, The Big Flop, comedians join host Misha Brown to sort of chronicle one of the biggest pop culture fails of all time and try to answer the age-old question, who thought this was a good idea? Recently, The Big Flop looked at The Swan, a competition show between women who were 
hoping to transform their physical appearance. The problem is the women were isolated for weeks, berated, operated on, and then were ranked by a panel of judges. Unsurprisingly, it all led to trauma for the contestants and terrible reviews. Follow the big flop on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free by joining Wondery+. Plus. This episode of All Fantasy Everything is brought to you by Manscaped. Now, 2024 is here and it is in full swing. And that means it's time for a New Year's resolution. Check in with our friends at Manscaped. Newsflash, it is never too late to level up your grooming game and keep everything under control. Do it. If you're not doing it, I don't know what to tell you. It blows my mind that you wouldn't be doing it. But Manscaped's new lawnmower 5.0 Ultra is every man's cheat code to looking good. You're going to feel good. Turn the page on that confidence this year because it does it does help. I mean, whether you're going for like a trim or that completely clean shaven look, which is pretty buck. If you're out there doing that, you're going, but this trimmer has got you covered. It's trusted by over 10 million people worldwide. Now is your time to get a grip on grooming with our exclusive offer. Just go to manscaped.com and use code ALLFANTASY for 20% off plus free shipping. The ball is dropped. Don't let the ball drop on your balls. You see how many times I said balls there? Seriously, if you're just get it under control, you know, Manscaped got you covered with every single thing. Uh, it's the MVP of Manscaped's it's like fifth generation lawnmower. It's not just a trimmer. It is your grooming sidekick. All right. If you need to get stuff done, don't just use the razor. That's crazy to take a straight razor down there. This has two skin safe blade heads standard for just taking a little off the top. It's got a new foil blade to go smooth wherever your heart desires because I switch it up down there. Some areas are completely smooth. Some you need some friction, you know? Hate to be crass, but you do. Uh, and it's also waterproof because trimming in the shower is honestly the only way to start. If you're not doing it in the shower, you're getting it everywhere. You got to clean all that up, blah, 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 blah. And if you want a full grooming experience, don't look any further than the Performance Package 5.0. In that grooming kit, you're going to get the Trusted Lawnmower, Manscaped's Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, which is handy. I'll tell you that. Uh, an essential aftercare products with crop soother, ball aftershave lotion, uh, crop preserver, anti-chafing ball deodorant, all of those things you're going to need. So get on it, get 20% off and free shipping with the code ALLFANTASY at manscaped.com. Embrace a new you and definitely embrace a new trimmer, courtesy of Manscaped. Yeah, we're back. Welcome back to All Fantasy <laughs> Everything, the only podcast that has ever existed in the history of time. It's actually, the, other than uh, Punch Up the Jam, of course. Oh, right. Thank you. Thank those you. Those are the only two podcasts. They were uh, created in the Garden of Eden and still persist to this day. It's our Cain and Abel right here, baby. Neil, it is time for your pick. The first pick in the AFE rom-com draft. Rom-com. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll have what she's having with Harry Met Sally! Ah. <laughs> yeah. Obviously. Wow, I'm so I'm lightheaded from getting it. Uh, <laughs> I watch this movie three, four times a year, and I have for about 15 years. I can't stop. I don't know. And the thing is, I so disagree with the core premise of men and women can't be That's friends. That's what I was gonna say. That movie kind of sucks. In that sense, it completely Whoa. fucking sucks. It does not suck. No, that that part sucks. He gets on my fucking nerves, and then I'm like, why did you want this guy this whole time? He's kind of a dick for a while. She didn't like, want him the whole time, right? No, not yeah. even, she didn't want him at all in the beginning. Mm -mm. Not even close. Yeah, I get it. But then <laughs> I kind of stayed. With, then I kind of stayed with that energy. <laughs> no, that monologue. Are you fucking kidding me? That monologue. Oh. See, the whole thing is that he is a dick. He's a dick the whole fucking time, and then finally, from dick. being friends with her. 
he really realizes, wait, I'm a dick. And he changes. And in that monologue where he's like, oh, <clears throat> I'm not going to cry on air. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a realistic story. She stayed with that guy and changed. Him. She didn't stay with him. They were never <laughs> together, David. No, I mean, but she changed him eventually. None of these are realistic <laughs> stories. He but... changed. He grew. He changed. He changed. He changed him. He changed His friendship him. with her inspired him to become a better man. It's the prequel to As Good As It Gets, really. Oh, shit. Sorry. Ah, sorry. Stop. I said one. Ah. We all, we all know. We all know. It's you said right. a great one, though. That one's like in there. I know. We'll talk well, about we'll it later. Bleep, just bleep it. Just bleep it. I said nothing. It's fine. <laughs> We're not going to bleep it. <laughs> Listen, I haven't been on this podcast in 17 years. I don't remember how this works anymore. I'm sorry. We have fun. That's how it works. But that there fucking, there's, that movie is so funny. And for not the reasons you think it is, there's all these like tiny little moments like when they're playing baseball or like the batting cage and his pal's just like letting the balls hit him. And he finally is like, you made her meow <laughs> or like yeah. fucking Carrie Fisher in that movie kills me. Oh. And there's so many just like, oh my God, Rob Reiner's mom in the deli. Like she's amazing. Every, every scene in that movie, I have a favorite part. I, the problem with that diner scene is I'd seen it so many times before I saw the movie that oh for sure you know what yeah, I mean totally. that like I can't imagine the first the first time you saw that like you knew it as a spoof before you knew it as as like a real thing that take in right. and be like oh what a scene but can you imagine seeing that for the first time like in a movie theater how hard he would fall out that oh would be yeah like, it's so fucking funny I bet you there were dudes who walked out yeah <laughs> <laughs> what well, I've had about enough of this <laughs> also the like the cut to with the couples on the couch like telling how they met like Oh, it's so cute. It's it's got the I like that, but I feel like they've used that in other rom coms. But maybe was that the first one? Do we know? Nineteen eighty nine. It has to be. Yeah. And also like Nora Ephron. I mean, it's just it, it was just like a perfect storm of, of of casting and directing and writing. I just feel like that movie is to me the rom com to model all rom coms off of, in my opinion. There's some great outfits to in model it too. all of them off of. Yeah. Like if I ever wrote one, that would be my reference point with the exception of the fade to blacks, which have not aged well. Oh yeah, the fade to blacks. I don't want to say other ones. Yeah, don't say any. But I thought there was another one that would be like. I bet we'll talk the about basis it. We'll for talk about it. But listen, David, will this will be as I texted Ian last night a bloodbath, and I'm ready to find. <laughs> I have a theory about rom coms that I've developed recently because that's the only way I could have developed a theory about rom coms. But like, <laughs> you get you the story and the romance gets propelled along by the main characters, and you get all the comedy from the side characters, and you have. Great side characters in When Harry Met Sally. Mm -hmm. Everyone brings it. They're so Carrie Fisher. I uh, I forget Billy Crystal's friend's name, but he's amazing. The writer who writes that restaurants are too important. Yeah, his name is Jerry Opal. He's kind of Jerry hot Opal? In that movie. What does he? What do they connect over when they're on that like double date to try to like hook each she other quotes, up? With she the... quotes his article back to him. Yeah, and he's she says like I just feel like restaurants are the new theater or something, and he's like. I yeah. wrote that. I wrote that. And she was like, oh, I wrote that. God. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I just love. <laughs> and also like, uh, I think they, I hate to say it, but if you've ever like gone through a horrific breakup, I think both the way that Sally and Harry process their horrific breakups that initially caused them to because become such good friends are so realistic to me. The way that she's like, I don't feel anything. I'm fine. And then when she finds out he's getting married, she suddenly is super fucked up. Whereas he's just like incredibly yeah. fucking depressed for so long. Oh, <sighs> It's everything. It's everything. Yeah. yeah. He's in the, sh the, uh, the sharper image makes an appearance in that movie where he's singing the karaoke. <laughs> That's my favorite part. Sir, it's like, the, sir, yeah. 
fringe with a surrey on top or that scene yeah. that scene in the museum of natural history when they're like he's asking her to go to a movie and she's like i'm on a date and he's like are you wearing that or like even just the outfits meg ryan's yeah. outfits in that movie i want every single one of them bill crystals too some of those sweaters he's wearing are Billy. cozy yeah. he's got some to, dang sweaters. i'm sorry i have to come back to the monologue the monologue <laughs> it has to be it has to be my favorite it has to be my favorite romantic monologue in history. No, no question. When you realize you want to spend the rest of your life, somebody, I mean, like, I cry every single time and I've it's seen it so 300 good. times. You cry every time? Every time. I'm going, I'm not going to cry this time. I practically have it memorized and still fully wet. Like I just went in a hot tub and it wasn't even a good one. What? And it wasn't even. <laughs> you know how like the, the water from like a bad hot tub stays on you in a different way? Yes. And a bad yeah. hotel, too. It's the same kind of thing. You get it. Yeah. You can feel it's like a film. I don't tub enough. Oh, brother. I'm a tubber. <laughs> when this is all I'm, over, we're going to get you in on that tub life, bro. I'm a tub thumper. I stay I stay in the pool. I don't know. Yeah, you got big pool energy, actually, now that you mention it. Yeah, I like. I fuck <laughs> with the pool heavy. Give me, give me a mixed drink or a beer to the side that I can swim to every now and again. That's the first thing I want to do. A pina colada with a float? Unfortunately, Sean yeah. will piss in it. <laughs> uh, he will piss in it. I sure will. <laughs> <laughs> that's right way past way past the point of saying i'm not gonna of Jesus course i will Christ. that's right <laughs> public pool in palm springs i sure fucking will oh, 38 year old man <laughs> delighting in pissing <laughs> in a pool it's a it's a work it's a work of art public pool in palm springs yeah might as well call it a bathroom that we're all swimming in oh man Sean, oh, i think drunk. you're Whatever. the only one that feels that way but okay i don't piss in the pool yeah i'm certain you do I'm i don't certain you do i don't <laughs> I never have. I would if I had to. It's not like I would. I assume everybody else does, which is worse almost. And I still go swimming. It's also a great New York movie. Not Dude, to move away from peeing. I've watched it four <laughs> times since moving here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we can have two very intellectual conversations at once. When this, is over, when this is over, if restaurants still exist, I'm hitting up that restaurant, the tavern on the green or whatever, just because oh. of the scene in it. Where they go there and she's talking. Absolutely. Carrie Fisher's talking about Completely. her married boyfriend and she's like, he's never going to leave her. And they're like, yeah, she's not. He's never going to leave her. I just want to recreate that scene there. That's all I want to do. I'll go with you. I'll put on a sweater. You guys want to be my Carrie Fisher and other lady? Come on. Yes. 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 yes! Okay. Great. Totally. <sighs> Shit. That's okay. Sorry. I needed it. I needed it. Sorry. Amazing pick. I would have loved it. I probably would have taken it first. I can't take it first. In a way, it's liberating. Yeah. In a way, it's liberating. It's time for my first pick. Shit, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take something that I. It's not my favorite rom com, but I think I can get my favorite one later. Okay. So I have to take one of the another archetypal one. I know it's directed by a problematic individual, but I fucking love Diane Keaton so much that I have to yeah. take Annie Hall. I knew. I knew well, yeah, you have yeah, to. Yeah, that's the one I thought that we were gonna say was like the shot her around the world. Annie Hall's great. I think there's different, you know, people have different versions. Some people even think a newer one is the best. But yeah, Annie Hall is for sure. Diane <sighs> Keaton in it is amazing. So charming. I it, like some of the moments in that are like great, like relationship, like the when they're cooking with the lobsters. You know what I mean? I know it's like a funny, like slapstick scene, but it's also like those are the moments that you miss from like relationships. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, that little like, like intimacy, those tiny intimacies. Those tiny little intimacies, mm. and I think that movie like does those tiny little intimacies well. Christopher Walken's in it and is very funny as one of those like side characters. Yeah, I forget Woody Allen's friend's name, but like he's a funny character in it. Also, the outfits again, the fashion in that movie iconic. Oh yeah, yeah, I love that movie, man. Both Annie Hall and When Harry Met Sally are fun, like for me, because it's also like 
uh, a Jewish man's experience in encountering a shiksa, which is kind of interesting. <laughs> I will also say that as a non-Jewish woman who's dated a lot of Jewish men, I feel you on that one. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, look at yeah, that. Right? It, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's kind of the archetype for both the, like, you know, like uh, Annie talking mm-hmm. about like Granny Hall, like back in where, I forget where she's from, but like probably Minnesota or something. We see ourselves in that movie? Yeah, I get you. I get what you're saying. Absolutely. See ourselves in that movie. Another fun, very charming thing from when Harry met Sally to go back to yours, like the way she orders at restaurants. I'll have the, Ugh. I'll have the apple pie warmed up if you have ice cream a la mode, but only if it's strawberry. If you don't have ice cream, I'll just have the pie, but whipped cream, but only if it's real. Otherwise, no, just the pie. <laughs> I hated it. Wow. <laughs> that was awesome. If there was one part of that movie that I hated, it was that. <laughs> just get the pie. She delivered it so She's well, at work. I believe. Just get the fucking pie. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Just eat the pie. So is it worse? She's got fucking a table of seven. She's got to hear your bullshit. You're going to tip a dollar on a four. Eat the pie. Oh, my God. The waitress is so oh fed up. Oh, my God. She's like, so nothing. If I had to go somewhere so with someone who ordered like that every day for the rest of my life, I would shoot my fucking brains out. Jesus, I hate David. it. Hey, David, are we doing okay? Whenever I watch that movie. No, because that part specifically, whenever I watch that movie, I'm like, this is not cute. I hate it. It's not supposed I to be cute. It. It's also the kind of little detail, though, that you would like miss about someone after the fact. You know yeah, what I mean? Or that you would think about it, like, life, oh, and the way she orders, like, which yeah. is so fucking annoying, but I miss it, you know? I get that. I love that. That's what makes it, like, real. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, what's... I'm excited for more. I'm re- I can't wait. We got to keep going, guys. I'm getting too excited. <laughs> I think Annie Hall. David, it's time for your first pick. Ugh, I worry because I kind of want to. It's like, do I go with what I want or do I snatch one from Sean? <gasps> what? Cruel. Whoa. Well, no, I know which the one. one that I'm a, yeah, the one that I was going to snatch from Sean was the one that I was going to pick. It just maybe wouldn't have been first, but I think it would have been in his first two. So I'm going to take Hitch. Yeah. Ah, damn it. That was my first pick, of course. Yeah, of course it was your first pick. <laughs> that movie's, Textbook, romantic comedy. Yeah, it's everything perfect. you want. Eva Mendez, great. Everybody's so funny. Uh, Kevin James is hilarious. Sorry, you're saying his the actor's name? No, no, no. Paul Blart. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Miel, stop. You're making me horny. See? <laughs> I stole I stole Miel's line. <laughs> ah, you got me, brother. That was great. I, don't really, I remember the jet ski scene and something about Ellis Island, and otherwise I don't remember that movie at all. Oh, Dude, yeah. Perfect. Yeah, the jet, the Ellis. Yeah, it's it's just it's everything you want. Everybody's <laughs> funny. To Ellis Island to look up her Puerto Rican uh, ancestor's name or something like that. Are we right? sure? Or, I feel like you said Puerto Rican. The I butcher like of Puerto Gadi- Rican. Where's Gadives or Gadiz or whatever? Gadi. It's the butcher. Uh, or maybe it was Spain. Maybe it was Spain. I forget what. Oh yeah, you wouldn't go from Puerto Rico to Ellis Island. Well, anyway, no. they go and look up her <laughs> ancestor. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, they're a serial killer. Yeah. I have all sorts yeah. of questionable on this podcast. Yeah, yeah, her, yeah, her, her ancestor was a serial killer, <sighs> and she cried. And then Hitch eats some food he can't eat, and his face gets blown up. And then Albert Brenneman finds true love, and he throws his inhaler on the ground and kisses that woman. All right, yep. he comes ninety ten. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My theory on Hitch is that it's a rom com for dudes. Yeah, oh, I don't. 100%. That movie, I didn't connect with that movie at all. One hundred percent, it's for dudes. One hundred percent. I mean, the whole simp- storyline is simple rules because you want to be Will Smith. So you can argue that it's obviously problematic because he's essentially tricking women into falling for these dudes, but 
he he has a point in the movie where he says like he's like I'm not tricking them. I'm just trying to get you to notice him. Would you ever have noticed him if I didn't hadn't played a part? And she's like, well, no, I think maybe. And he goes, no, you wouldn't have. So he says he says he gets them out of their own way to see the true man inside or whatever. Yeah. So it's this you know brings me to my real question, which is why I've gathered you here today. Do we believe in matchmaking? Yeah, sure. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen it work. <laughs> Pro- I mean, it probably. I'm sure it could work. I don't. I don't. Yeah, not believe. I don't know in that it. it's worked. Worked on my like anywhere yeah, I've that never, I can I've remember. I've never seen but... it work, but I don't. That's so. What does that mean? I haven't seen a lot of things. Yeah, I'm in. I don't, yeah, yeah. Hook people up. I don't know about professional matchmaking, but like within friend groups, right? If you're like, you know, who'd be good together? Doesn't that work yeah. out sometimes? Yeah, I, I think, think that so. works out. Like, I feel like anytime I know a really good couple, that's how they met. Yeah. It's yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. our friend introduced us. Okay. All right. Yeah. So we do we do believe in magic, but not matchmaking. And also David doesn't believe anything he hasn't witnessed. This is why he believes in gosh. We didn't <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Why did you slip in that believe in magic thing? <laughs> what are you talking about? I didn't say that. You nobody said, said that, David. I she don't didn't say believe in magic. I want that. <laughs> on the book i'm sorry it was in my writer that i don't do podcast appearances unless every other person yeah, on the podcast david, believes david, in magic we, david we believe in magic <laughs> i don't believe about it in a young girl's heart <laughs> i don't believe it on the hardwood just call me by my name david i'm right here hit yeah, That's a great I, pick. I have to i didn't i saw hitch was the first of these rom-coms that i watched it was like the First one we watched, uh, and I, I don't love it. I love oh, it so good. I don't love it. I was watching it earlier. The I was final watching scene, it today. the final scene. I love the de- the the wedding. Yeah, I just love that movie, man. Yeah, I love the music. They have like Jimmy Cliff in there and stuff. Yeah, the music is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It ends like two different times. It's awesome. Yeah, I love it. So Hitch is David's first pick. Sean, time for your first and second picks. Uh, my first pick. I'm gonna go. Uh, man, this is hard for me. Yeah, dude. My first pick, I'm going. Fuck, man. All right, I'll go. I'll go pretty textbook. I'm gonna say Crazy Stupid Love is my yeah, first pick. That's great. Ooh, that's a good one. Great, great, I forgot great. about that one. That it's one's got, great. So, like, when I look for a romantic comedy, one of my favorite things is an ensemble cast, and Old Crazy Old Stupid Old. Love. Has an and ensemble also Ryan cast. Gosling's abs. That's on Dude. every one of <laughs> Sean's movies. <laughs> he's playing like a cool young Jewish guy in that movie. Yeah, dude. And he's shredded like he no one's ever wishes. been shredded. <sighs> that oh, scene sorry. where she jumps on him, I don't know if I've ever felt so turned on by a You're movie. talking when they do the dirty dancing scene? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and he like he's bringing her down in her face and you're just like, whoa. It looks uh, like they have real chemistry where you're like, holy buckets. Oh, yeah. It seemed like they really wanted to have sex with each other in that movie. Real yeah. chemistry. So important. Something yeah. I found lacking in Hitch. Go on. Crazy stupid love. <laughs> well, but like also compared to how they play her with Josh Groban, like it is pretty great casting. I think. Uh-huh. Josh Groban is hilarious in that movie, by the way. He's a funny guy. Is yeah. he funny? He's funny. I d- yeah, he's I funny. I always thought he was a musician. Uh, am I? That's nah, Josh he's Groban, a right? guy. He's everything. Okay. Yeah, he was very funny. I mean, Kevin Bacon's up in there killing it. It's David Lenhagen. David Lindhagen, which and is when he's like oh. the sound of that's the name of somebody who has sex with your wife. Yeah, oh, he yeah. goes, "Oh, you're David Lindhagen," and then he just turns his ring around and decks him. They one thing about romantic comedies is they always get in fights that there's absolutely no way that that's how a fight goes down. Like if you stone cold deck somebody when they're not ready for it, <laughs> yeah. that you break their jaw. <laughs> yeah, or that something. dude is it's, out. 
It's not a it's not a yeah. playful romp where the cops show up and they're like, "All right, you whippersnappers." All right, boys. It's like, Yo, you, grown men fighting never ends. Okay, like no. you're an adult. You've had a trick knee yeah. since '04. Yeah, like you're seriously. gonna get fucked up. Somebody always slips movie. and knocks out three teeth. Or... Yeah, yeah, dude. That guy has an iron deficiency, dude. You broke his ulna. There's a grown up yeah. crying. <laughs> there's like a there's like a melee with like six grown men. There's two children in there. You're like one of those children's gonna get knocked out, that and then that guy's gonna probably gonna go to prison. On. Yeah. Oh, and the horny. We can't forget the horny boy. I forgot about that. Oh, part the, of the little boy. Line. You just kept going for it, which is uh-huh. right with the crush on the girl from America's Next Top Model. That was like is such that what she's from? Yeah, she's a mo- she literally like won America's Next Top Model and then was in that movie very randomly. Oh, the wow. teen, the teen babysitter. Yeah, who's like twenty seven in that movie or something? It was really yeah. wild. She did look young. I w- I watched that movie just yesterday to get ready for this, and she does look seventeen. It's I have, ne- such I have a never good seen movie. it. I thought she it looked awesome. like a she looked like a kid. I feel it's like amazing. they really nail on like r- squarely nail too, like how like middle aged married men like really let themselves go in a very specific way. For sure. Like, like with the, his new balances, new balances that, yeah. Oh, yeah. He was like, these are my 407s. And yeah. then Ryan Gosling's like, what are you, a douchebag? No, but it's like, it's sweet because you, you understand it, but also you would never want to have sex with that person. So, like, I think it's A pretty- dude in new balances? Yeah. Well, listen, I got some really cool Yeah, there's some balances. dope new balances. So, like, let's just gloss over this. Okay, you guys, you guys might be part of the problem. Okay. Oh, man, don't even make me, don't even make me take out the balances. All I got three of yeah. you have your shoes. Plus, I'm not the same <laughs> I'm damn near middle age. I'm not middle I mean, age. I'll be dead soon. All right. So like, <laughs> Marissa just told us not to do this, but I just pulled out some New Balances that are royal blue with yellow on them, and they're fucking fresher than wet paint. So anyone's gonna bone I me. I got some. These. My new New Balances are harder than your old New Balances. I would say that. Oh no! This is how I break up the gang, the Good Vibes gang. It's the New Balance <laughs> this is issue. Hap- it's it's the New Balance issue. This is the Great Recession of 2020. No, the recession. I'm not. I'm not going to put them on screen, but they are fuego day. Also, let me just say about this about sneakers. Like, I don't wear them to get laid. I wear them for me. Yeah. So I can well, dunk. Yeah, I think that's where you're going wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going right, baby. Crazy stupid Ensemble love. cast. The humor is great. It's honestly, it's pretty realistic as far as a romantic comedy goes. Um, Marissa Tomei's got a fun cameo. She's great. Marissa mm-hmm. Tomei. Who's in that sad single Tomei. father apartment? Yeah, I mean, my dad was in one of those. I mean, most people's like divorced dads really were in go. those. Yeah. When you're like, I gotta. They're like, all right, come to the apartment. You could you could hang out in your room, or you could hang out in the living room with me, and that's it. You can't go outside because I have custody, and then I want to see you, but I don't need to actually see you. I just don't want I, you outside. I didn't even have a room. When in really? first my apartment. parents are still together, so I can't relate to this. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, on the island. Well, have well, fun. There aren't any more houses on the island, so where would they go? You might say you might say uh, uh, that movie's cra- crazy, stupid, good. All right. Yeah, I would. I love that movie. I think it's, I think it's absolutely perfect. Mm-hmm. Well, the two of you are going to prison. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I really was waiting for no one to talk, and then Sean just went, "Aha! Uh-huh, yeah, no, it's great." <laughs> I know. Yeah, no. Yeah, I was trying to air it out too. That's because he uh... knows what the silence feels like. Sean, what's your <laughs> second pick? <laughs> I can't. I had to sit in the silence last podcast, and I felt like a real f and a hole. Pardon oh, my friend. I did it on purpose. Okay, whatever. You go. All right, my second pick is going to be Five Hundred Days of Summer. Oh, okay. oh really? God. Wait, what? Five... We think that's a. I've you never like seen that movie? it. I love that movie. I love Five Hundred Days I of I Summer. Just, I have to take a lap. I'm sorry. I'll be right back. I have a fact about it. I can't share until later. Okay. But, oh, I'm uh, excited. Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't I've forget. never seen it. 
I never seen it. Well, it's like a sad boy movie. So I watched it a lot when I was doing like sad boy shit when I was going through real sad you know, boy shit like a decade of my life. And uh, it it chronicles. It doesn't have that happy of an ending, which I love. And again, it's got that's some fun cameos and things. And it's just Do about like some. It doesn't have a happy ending where he's sitting in a waiting room and meets someone named Autumn. Autumn. <laughs> Because he was dating Summer, you see. Who's that's a right. supermodel? Oh, get the fuck Who's out. a supermodel? That's, oops, just kidding, an architect? <laughs> She's you. a supermodel architect? Oh, okay, it's Minka first of Kelly. all. It's Minka Kelly. Well, okay. No, 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 no. Stop. We can't be mad at jobs at rom-coms. We're not, they all we're not going to pick yeah, shit yeah. apart yeah. like that that's, because that is, that. that's, that's not, this that's universe. This universe. Yeah, that's totally fair. I'm mad at the casting. I'm mad at the casting. She doesn't play a supermodel in the movie. She Joseph Gordon-Levitt's very attractive. So is fucking Zoe Deschanel. None of them play supermodels. They can't because if you're a supermodel in a rom-com, you're a different type. It's I, just. Do you want to hear my hot take? Sure. I don't think it's a rom-com. Why? Whoa. I think it's. I think it's a coming of age for a troubled man. Uh The takeaway from that movie is that she was. She's not even actually a character in that movie. The whole movie is just that this man is so badly projecting because he's like lonely and troubled. That's the point of that movie, right? We're not gonna you, but you can't. No, I'm saying that's not that's not my read. I think that's like even the director is like he's a villain. Like that's supposed to be what that movie is. It's just been largely misinterpreted. No, no, I don't. No, no, I don't. (laughs) Sean says no. I mean, he just. It's just going through the relationship phase. It's like everything in the beginning is perfect. You think it's perfect. And then you 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 like, you know, how he liked how he rubbed her her, her feet together, or whatever. And then it fast forwards to like two year or a year and a half into the relationship. And he hates that about her. And she doesn't like things about him. There's a fight. There's I mean, it's just got all the and it it's got all the all the ingredients and it doesn't have a happy ending, which I like. I mean, because I had that. I kind of went through something like that where a woman was like, I'm, I'm never going to get married. Marriage isn't for me, da, da, da. Then she breaks up with me and she got married. And then, because remember, he sees her and he's like, so you're married? And she goes, yeah. You know? I think that's going to be me, sadly. So I do understand. I that. think it's going to be everybody because yeah. that's, that's happening to all of your, us. Yeah, right. When you're in your 20s, you just, you're like, oh, fuck that. I'm not getting married. And here I am, like, madly in love with the woman who's upstairs. I never thought I'd want to spend the Laura! rest of my life for can we real get with somebody. On the pod? How can we get Laura on the pod? Can Laura do a quick shout out? I'd love to get a quick Laura appearance. That'd be I'll so buggy. great for me. I'll buggy on the pod. Yeah, I'll go grab her after we're, yeah, get a little bit farther into the draft. I'll go grab her. Great <laughs> finale. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, 500 days of summer. I love it. The pick has been made. David, time for your second pick. Second pick. I think I might be picking this one just for the straight up comedy of it. It's so funny. Along came Polly. Oh. Yeah, dude. Oh, okay. Yeah, hell yeah. Fucking. Oh, that Sandy, movie. Sandy Lyle is the funniest so fucking funny in any rom-com. <laughs> Philip Seymour. He's. It's like it's a movie full of funny people, and he's still like fucking Jerry Stiller's in that movie. Yeah, that movie's hilarious. Wait. Dude, his physical comedy when he slips, when he walks in and just eats shit instantly. Oh, we never remember Philip Seymour Hoffman is. When he's maybe when funnier he's eating, than he is a when good he's actor. eating the pizza, when he's eating the pizza and he's like <laughs> blotting the grease yeah. and putting it on his pizza and like, oh my god! And then like when Describing Ben Stiller's, sh- that's where I learned what sharding was. Yeah, oh, I think man. that's where the whole world we learned sharding. Go. And then when Ben Stiller's dad like gives it to him and he just takes it, where he's like, "But you were funny as hell playing those bagpipes." Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> That movie is like almost the romance is like the minimal part. Who cares? Of it. I just want to see Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah, that I, movie. That movie's fucking great. It's I another, love the long camera. Romantic so comedies have another funny way of doing this. So in the beginning, when he walks in on his brand new wife fucking Hank Azaria, 
in real you like life, the scuba? in real life, you he's one of them is going to die. If that's in real life, one of them dies. But in this movie, they're just like they play. They have a little playful argument. And then he has to drive Ruben to the hospital on the back of his moped. I don't think in real life it would have happened for that character. That character was such a worm. No, but I'm just yeah, saying I think he would have been like I think he would have like I think in like, real oh, life that guy, yeah he would have like seen it and then like backed out like he had never been on the boat yeah yeah but he would have gone crazy and bought a gun and killed so I'm just saying in real Sean, life don't project Sean you're projecting he probably would have he probably would have waited outside the guy's house with a loaded gun and thought about it but never did it and then never told anyone until 15 years later on a podcast Wh- I'm guessing Whoa. I just you know Sean Sean who started this podcast by saying he's doing great <laughs> <laughs> I was. <laughs> and I was then too. That was for fun that I did that. It's normal. <laughs> yeah, that movie is uh, is fantastic. The scene where he's having to take a dump in her crib. I was just gonna say. Uh, like, I feel like we've all been there. And, the, and oh, just yeah. that, and just that idea of like going way. Sometimes you go way outside of what you like to do for a girl or a guy. Over, like, you know what I mean. That feeling of like, whoa, I'm way over here. Dude, when you're like hiking down into like the deep North Carolina woods to see some white river rapid race that you're like, I this is five covered in ticks. I don't want to do this. <laughs> you know, that relatable feeling. Yeah. Well, I mean, you mean like start to end. Yeah. Or like you're at some kind of like a craft fair. You thought she met a race of people? She made it sound like they went down to like investigate the mountain people. I don't know. It was white weird. rapid, right river rapids. I don't know how to say it. River white rapids. White water rapids. White, white water, water, water rapids. White water rapid river. <laughs> white water rapids. Either way, I love that movie. The whole thing is him being out of his comfort zone. Uh, they have that rich billionaire guy who's very, it's a very funny movie. Also, the rom-com parts are great. Along came Polly. It's like a. I think it's, it's great. Up there. Good. Good call. Great pick. I love how this draft is unfolding so I far. I forgot about that one. Great call. Uh, it's time for my second pick, and I'm going to take, I think, uh, what is maybe my favorite one remaining. I'm going to take Notting Hill. Oh, oh yeah. Fuck. I've never seen it. I thought it. I was going to get it. No. I've never seen it. <laughs> no. Hugh Grant, popular Hugh Grant vehicle, right? Yeah, Huge Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts is in it, man. It's amazing. It's So here I can drop the fact about 500 Days of Summer, too. So oh, tight. Richard Curtis is the guy who wrote it. He also wrote another rom-com that's uh, very well-known that may appear on this draft. Uh, I think he's written a few rom-coms, actually. But uh, he did a, a Zoom session like on the show, so we've had like every Friday, although we had it every day for a while, not important, we'd have like a speaker come on and like talk to people so like people wouldn't just be sitting at home doing nothing all day. And Richard Curtis, who wrote Notting Hill and several other movies, came on and did like a Q&A with us. And uh, he, of his favorite movies, 500 Days of Summer is one of them. And he's, and Richard Curtis is like oh. one of the rom-com gods. And he says, he didn't say it was a rom-com. He also doesn't consider his movies rom-coms, uh, which I don't even know Notting what that Hill's means. a fucking classic What does he rom-com? say they are then? He's like, I just write movies about people, you know? Yeah. And it's like, Well, there's right. a way to argue they're not rom-coms or whatever, but they, you know, it's a big umbrella. Know. Run me down Notting Hill. I, I assume it's about some type of uh, architect. No. And or. No, he works at a books. He works at a travel bookstore. He's like yeah, a lonely a, bookseller. And that's, yeah. a, that's a rock. Does he own it, though? Yes, but he's not that the main draw. Out. The girl is. Yeah, the girl is Julie Roberts basically playing herself. Big, oh, so she's a rich actress. movie star. Yes. She's a movie star <laughs> in London shooting a movie. And he's. So Notting Hill is this neighborhood that now in London is very posh and expensive, but back then was like 
not as expensive and not quite as posh, but like uh, still, I think probably pretty expensive and posh, but maybe a little more like kitschy. Yeah, the kitschy, yeah, for sure. And like he owned a little bookstore on there and lived in like a, a flop house, like behind yeah. the blue door. Like so, he lived in a he like had a, a roommate. cool ten million dollar flat. <laughs> I don't even know what it like. I don't know what it would cost now, but like it looks like a first apartment. It, it's like a divorce apartment. In fact, it is a divorce okay. apartment. Uh, and he has a and he has a roommate played by Re. Oh, I forget the guy's Reece name. Reese. Yeah. 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 Reese Fonts. So fucking funny. He's so funny in it, Spike. And then so like there's another good like uh, secondary character driving comedy. And then he's got like this group of friends and like his sister and everything who like uh, who he hangs out with. You know, who it's are like really grounded. It's really grounded for the except with the exception of her being like a world famous actress falling in love with like a random British man. It's extremely yeah. grounded. Oh, that doesn't happen. It could, I guess. It might. Yeah. I mean, didn't but like also, share... she gives the monologue in that movie, which is such a great twist on the archetype. I love. Yes. You know, the one, you know, the one, David, you, you know, know, the, the one. one without I even seeing it. David, I'm just a girl standing in front of a boy. That's that? Yes! That's that Notting Hill? That's Notting Hill! That's one of the okay. best things about a rom-com is when people realize like, oh shit, that thing that I I've seen. I still haven't seen it, but yeah, I know that. Well, you know, do you know Fancy a Fuck? That's also Notting Hill. Fancy a Fuck? Why would I? Yeah. What? It, no. Or Horse and Hound, also Notting Hill. It's what are a- you saying? <laughs> <laughs> the Horse and Hound quote's so funny. <laughs> he t- like She tells him to come see her at her, at her hotel, but she's doing a press junket. So he has to pretend he works for uh, Horse a and Hound magazine. Okay, that's funny. That's very <gasps> cute. It's so cute. You have to Notting see it. Notting Hill. You have to see it. There's another, I forget, like, during the Notting Hill, I'm just a girl, what, like, uh, what Hugh Grant says back to her is also very, like. I don't remember that. Oh. Uh, so this is, this is, like, after the grand gesture, like, I'm just a girl, you know, asking, standing in front of a boy. So what Hugh Grant says back later in that scene is, the thing is, with you, I'm in real danger. It seems like a perfect situation apart from the foul temper of yours, but my relatively inexperienced heart would, I fear not recover, if I was, once again, cast aside as I absolutely expect to be. There's just too many pictures of you, too many films, you know. You'd go and I'd be, uh, well, buggered, basically. It's like my, my inexperienced heart, like... Cause she's yeah. like this, like jet setter who's all around the world, blah blah, and he's just like, yeah, she's gonna see her again. That's a, that does sound like the worst. Yeah, imagine if like you had just dated like Rihanna once, and then she kind of <laughs> fucked you up, and then you were like, oh well, good luck with the singing career, and yeah. then she becomes Rihanna, and you're just like, oh, word, she's on uh, TV. No, cool, Fenty, cool man. <laughs> There's just so many good scenes in it. The one where they I, bring like Julia Roberts to dinner with his friends. It's so fucking good. So yeah, yeah. Notting Hill. Uh, Miel, your second and third picks. Okay, I'm going from heart and heart alone. And if that person who grades these on Twitter gives me a bad grade for this, I'll block them. I Kuiper. Yeah, they'll give you a bad grade. Don't you they'll fucking dare. They'll give you a bad dare. grade. He hates <laughs> Don't you fucking dare. I, these are so near and dear to my heart and I have to pick them both in quick succession. I'm so happy to get them both. Okay, are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. First pick, I'm going with another classic. Gotta go Moonstruck. Okay. I've never, I've never seen Moonstruck. I have I not never seen, have seen Moonstruck you guys, either. How many, how many rom-coms win Best Actress, y'all? That's a testament to how fucking good Moonstruck is. I don't know. 
I don't even Cher. know who was in it. Cher won Best Actress. You know who she falls in love with in that movie? Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage. Tell me you don't want to see that fucking movie now. Oh, you just watched that movie yesterday. Uh, rewatched that movie yesterday. <laughs> I watch it twice a year. If I go, if I start going bald, I'm going to start calling myself Thickless Cage. Oh, wait. Why do I have to wait till you go bald? Can we do that now? All right. Hi, I'm Thickless Cage. <laughs> <laughs> Constitution. I'm Thickless Cage. Think, do you think you're gonna go bald? You've gone a long way. Like I feel like you're kind of. Oh, no, you're there's not. a lot of hair. This it's thinning oh. a little bit, but like whatever. No, you, you got some good bald. years left. You got some good years left. Oh yeah, this is gonna get and me. And even this then, will... Ian, you become a hat guy, you're gonna be unstoppable. Oh my god, forget. I'm already on my way. Once you get it, once you become a hat guy, you're gonna have to start directing. I'm making yeah, moves. Sadly, and that's the trajectory. That is true. That's not sad. That's that's great. That's. That's what you do later on, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get into directing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You become less funny. I Listen, you guys have to see Moonstruck. Moonstruck is so great because, again, it has the ensemble, but instead of it being the funny friends, it's the Italian family. It nice. is, And it's like, it's really like, is it's not- Is there just like a, what are you doing? What are you- Where's my work? Shirt? I mean, like literally, like the song of the movie is like "That's Amore." Like it's and it's like in like Brooklyn Heights oh. and like the early like late eighties, early nineties. Like it's just it's this perfect time capsule of like a New York that like definitely hasn't existed for some time. But also like the love story. I mean, literally the scene where I put it on my Instagram story last night. I love it so much. Um, so essentially, Cher is engaged to this man who she doesn't love. She's a widow. And so she doesn't want to love her partner ever again because it was too painful to lose him. And she's convinced she has bad luck. So she's just ah. going to marry this kind of like sad sack guy who like kind of sucks. And then uh, he proposes he has to go to Italy to say goodbye to his dying mother. And so he's like, can you talk to my brother with whom I'm estranged and invite him to the wedding? And so she goes and it's Nicolas Cage who is missing part of his hand. And that's why him and his brother are estranged because he was talking to his brother when he sliced off part of his hand in the bread machine. Damn. (laughs) It's like this insane chip on his shoulder. She's trying to win him over. And then instantly they're like, wait, fuck, we're in love. And so they start kissing. Like instantly they fall in love. They start kissing. And then they're like, no, we can't. And then he just picks her up and goes, son of a bitch, right into camera. (laughs) Wow. Did the moon hit his eye like a big pizza pie? Exactly. And the moon is like kind of a character in the movie. They keep, the moon is so big that all of the love stories throughout the movie between her mom and dad and like the the dad's having an affair, the mom's debating having an affair. Like everybody is so horny in this movie. It's so, and then like the dad with his 15 dogs were all super horny. Like it's just... (laughs) It's it's there's nothing like it and it makes you feel I don't know again like if, if does a his mouth start to drool just like pasta fajoule? <laughs> exactly Sorry, correct. So did his, does his mouth start to drool just like pasta fajoule? That's amore. Yeah, you got it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh? So it's just like a big Italian horn off. Basically, exactly correct. Also, the moon is involved. You got to see it, you guys. You got to okay. see it. An opera. Uh, it's so, oh, no. everyone should watch the Great Italian Horn Off on Netflix. It's so charming. <laughs> it's it's really calming. The GIHO, GIHO, and GBBO is by Friday night, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so Moonstruck's number two. What's number three, Miel? Well, damn, I should have chosen a different order. I thought everyone went Moonstruck. Okay, number three. You made it sound like these two were like a one-two combo. Well, they're totally unrelated to each other, but for me and my heart, they are a one-two combo. This is the only I would say modern rom-com I like. Um, at least in the same way. I've seen it so many times that I quote it without even thinking about it. It is Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Ah, oh, damn it. Oh. A lot, that movie, it's so Fuck. long. That's why I don't watch it very often, but I like that movie. It's so funny. I thought I could get that round four. It's 
perfect. I don't know. I thought it was going to come up. It was on my list, but I thought it was going to come up. It's Jason Siegel going full frontal in like his big like writing debut. I can't. I There's can't some with that fun man. stuff. That movie uh, when he's on the beach with her and she meets her ex boyfriend and that guy hits him in the face. So that happened for real to him when they were filming the movie. He met a, like a local girl when they were in Hawaii and they were on the beach and her ex boyfriend showed up and almost got in a fight with him. So that scene in the movie kind of happened to him for real when he was Whoa. filming the movie. What? That's that's very yeah. funny. Paul Rudd in that movie makes me laugh so fucking hard. Where he's like, "Oh, you got some sadness behind those eyes, pale pale." Pale him and Jonah Hill and Russell Brand, phenomenal in that movie, oh, by the way. Yeah, he is really yes. funny. Because he can so another uh, thing, they wrote that that his character, uh Aldous Snow. Snow, was supposed to be like a writer or something. And Russell Brand came in and auditioned like that, like in the rock star shit, and he's just like, fuck it, I'm gonna be a rock star. And they're like, Okay, so they rewrote it as a rock star for <laughs> Russell Brand because he was so funny. When all the little stuff when he's just like yeah, I'm staying about five days. Oh, perfect, perfect amount of time, mate. Just tiny little things where you're like, fuck you. That's my ex-girlfriend. Yeah. You're fucking <sighs> her. I hate you. Or even like the Dracula musical, which like plays such a backseat, but like watching him try to write that, he's like, see a psychiatrist. I don't want to see a psychiatrist. He's just like, it was such like a real vignette of what it's like to write a song when you fucking absolutely don't want to. <laughs> when he's he's talking to Bill Hader and he goes, Sarah's not like Liz. Sarah's better than Liz. And he goes, do you really want to have this conversation? <laughs> he's, he's just dating. He's dating like a superstar. And uh, Bill Hader is married to a woman. And he's just like, my woman's better. <laughs> also, they're like stepbrothers. And he yeah. brings that up, which is really funny. Uh-huh. Yeah. That movie's, that movie's very funny. Or my even only... like the fucking guy who can name like 500 types of fish is so funny in that movie. Huma Huma Nuka Nuka Puaha. Yeah, what bitch. happened with that guy? That guy was in like three movies with like seven lines and he crushed it and then I never saw him again. It's a great question. I don't know. My only problem with that movie is it's like three fucking hours. It's so a thick long. cut of me. It's it a is thick cut. The structure is confusing. It's, it's yeah. like it's got like a fake. It's got like two fake endings. Yeah, it's paced really. I really like it. It's just every time I go to watch it, I'm like, I don't want to watch this. For there's me. just there's so many crazy funny lines when he like when he spills on himself. They're all like little throwaway lines. He spills on himself at dinner. He's like, oh no, take my eyes, not the shirt, because he didn't want to wear it in the first place. <laughs> yeah, he didn't want the shirt. All that stuff. Where Jonah Hill's on the phone is the way as the Mater D, and he's like. I can't sell you some weed. I'm at fucking work at my job. I can sell you some weed when I'm done. Mila <laughs> uh, Kunis is really fucking funny in that movie too. Yeah, yeah. everybody, everybody yeah, brings yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, that movie's great. Yeah, <sighs> it's it's fantastic. I really, I love it. I think that's perfect. You know the people who send us that Marshall's hot sauce, that really yeah. good hot sauce my friend Dirk makes. Yeah, yeah. So their last name is Marshall. His wife's name is Sarah Marshall. Oh god. So when that movie came out, I remember there's and like. Their marketing campaign was something about like fuck Sarah Marshall or whatever was up on like billboards yeah, they, or whatever. Do you remember they that? They had to take Jason Siegel's face off of it because it was so upsetting to the focus groups. Really? Really? They don't like his no, face. That's not a. They did not like his face. What that's a not bummer! A joke. What a bummer to hear. Like, I mean, hey man, we know you wrote this hit movie, but you you face bums people out. <laughs> can't be on the posters. <laughs> Great pick. Time for my third pick. I can't believe it's still here. Uh, I gotta take. You've got mail. Oh yeah, you've got mail. You've got mail. You've we got did that mail. for we did that for a watch along, and Tom Hanks is a villain in that movie. He's and a villain, like, like a total Fox villain. Books? You don't realize it, but he's like, you are out to you put this woman out of business. You he represents just, capitalism. That's an anti capitalist story. Yeah, but I mean, and then he like faked like he wasn't her, talked her into falling in love with his 
character, like his his internet character, and that then movie, tri- that yeah. movie never sits right with me. That's why it's not on my list. It's crazy. It's so good, but it, he's like he's a fucking asshole. I think the real star of that movie is Parker Posey. <laughs> <laughs> Parker Posey's fantastic in it. Meg Ryan's in fantastic about it. That's the. I mean, this speaks to Tom Hanks's ability as an actor and as a lead in a rom com, which is it's you don't hate him as much as you should. No, I, I didn't I hate him at all until we yeah. watched it like a year ago, and then I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, well, fuck, I'm the asshole. Then I apologize. Yeah. Oh, it's a Nora Ephron banger. I'm not going to mention other ones, but it's my favorite Nora Ef- Nora Ephron movie. More, you would put when you've got mail over when Harry met Sally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, never mind. My bad. No, I'm an idiot. I'm an absolute idiot. Sorry, I'm thinking oh, of a different God. Nora thank Ephron movie. God. No, no, no. No, I know. Harry's I know which one you're tier. thinking of. Yeah, yeah, thank yeah, yeah. God. Uh, I, I immediate redacted from the record. No, I just was like, I thought we were gonna have to stop being friends. I was really scared. I was Absolutely gonna have to charge not. you a thousand dollars on Venmo for that. No, don't worry. I've still got Miel. Uh huh. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. It's also such a great time capsule now for like a bygone era that's like I feel like largely forgotten. Yeah. Like the AOL culture is so perfectly captured in that movie. Those years before the internet, we kind of forgot. Like that like right before. Right before. Yeah. (laughs) Also uh powerful bookstores. (laughs) Yeah. Total romantic comedy shitter, bookstores and architects. For sure. I was in a bookstore with Sean the other day and I was thinking, like, this thing is serious. Yeah. Say that. Hey, David, say that again, will you? Will you say that first part again, please? You know the fucked up part? It, I'm not even talking about Powell. I'm talking about when we walked through Starbucks to go to the mall. The other. No, I think Sean wants you to say that he was in a bookstore. Yeah, me all got it. Oh, he, he bought a book. <laughs> Ian's got a girlfriend. Sean bought a book. What the fuck's going on Ian's over there? Ian's got a girlfriend. Sean bought a book. 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 David's got a knife. David's got a knife. <laughs> I lost it. Ah, you've got Miel. Yeah. David, time for your third pick. Third pick. I am going because somebody had to pick an Apatow joint. I'm going Knocked Up. Yeah. Fantastic. Still makes me laugh. I love the ensemble in that one. Well, that was like uh, the beginning of that of the whatever pack you want to call is, them. Is forgetting Sarah Marshall not an Apatow? Is that? I didn't think so. I don't no. think oh, so. Maybe not. I, I think it's just got the crew, but like knocked up was the but first. It's got, no, because Alda Snow plays the same character in that and get him to the Greek, which is an Apatow, right? Or am I crazy? Is get him to the Greek an Apatow? I don't think either one of them are, but I don't know. Keep talking, I'll research. Okay, but so there technically there was a movie that had that whole pack in it before. Uh, knocked up and knocked up was the first one where they were the 40 year old virgin they were all in oh nicholas stoller i know mind, but yeah wow that's a pick you just trying blew, not dog. to say other picks oh but shit. that's a pick david just blew shit i forget that that's a that's a uh, rom-com oh no judd apatow pro- judd apatow produced it it was it's an apatow yeah. world okay anyway yeah. it doesn't matter that's not important well yeah of course it does in the world that we are we're in right now it does but uh that was the for knocked up is where you see like seth rogan paul rudd and uh, uh, Romany Malco and or no, not Romany Malco. Who the fuck was in uh, Knocked Up? Jason Hill Siegel. Was in it. Jonah, Jonah Hill. Uh, Jay Baruchel. Jay Martin Baruchel. Star. Martin yep. Star. The whole crew from Freaks and Geeks. They were all in yeah. it and shining. Catherine Heigl like, before apparently people. I did. I guess she's not a nice lady. So wait, actually, I have a ca- I have a Catherine Heigl story. Um, Tell it. I was at the I was at the Rose Bowl flea market. I love that one. It was so 
odd. I've had a lot of celebrity interactions, obviously, but like this one just struck obviously. me because it was so strange. <laughs> I mean, obviously, look at me. Look who I hang with. Yep. I run with A-listers, clearly. Yeah, I'm talking- a bolo tie. It's all over me. You know Sean's in a basement right now. <laughs> Yeah, Sean is like one word away from getting beheaded on camera right now. My friends just texted me. They're giving me shit. They're like, what are you in the fucking garage? So what if I am? Because someone took a screenshot and posted it. And they're like, what are you in the fucking garage? I'm like, yeah, it's a studio that I built. I'm I'm taking a picture to post it with the exact same caption. I posted it. It was me. Yeah, I'm not no shade on that. I'm just saying like I got people coming at me. Like, yeah, I'm just a okay. Place I have where to I finish my Catherine Heigl thing. I forget. Please. So I came out. I came out of the Rose Bowl flea market, and the cars are all parked like fucking jigsaw puzzle pieces, just dumped on a table over there. It's insane trying to navigate the like yard area, and so I'm walking like through like carrying some big painting or something back to my car, and I hear someone screaming. And as I like come out from behind a car, there's Catherine Heigl like carrying some large fucking, I don't know, saddle or suit of armor, whatever the fuck she had been purchasing. And she's turned around screaming at a paparazzi because (laughs) he's trying to take her picture. And and it was the most insane. It was like Sunday morning at like 8 a.m. I was like, I can't right now. I I fucking hate Los Angeles. Yikes. And that's, and that's what drove me to move to New York, actually. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. I get it. Knocked Up is like, I think Knocked Up is pretty, pretty problematic, actually. But it is so funny that it's kind of hard to be mad about it. I would have thought a car drove you to move from Los Angeles. All right, Sean. <laughs> Is, he, is that a side effect of the virus? Do we think? <laughs> is he okay? Has he been? Have you been tested? It's a side effect of being a, a born comedian. Oh, that's what it is. <laughs> well, I'm a born again comedian, and I didn't like it. Man, you better wash your ass with that. I'll tell you what. <laughs> wash your ass with that and hang it out to dry for a while. For all you I you know, care. who doesn't ask me to wash my ass? The Lord. Damn, gosh. <laughs> gosh. My Lord. Gosh God. Herself? Duh. <laughs> yeah, that movie is just really funny, and it's like. I get it. You're going to have a kid now. You got to break your bong. That seems like a lot. Yeah, it does. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. She would I, just never have sex with that man. Sorry. Okay. She would in real life never have sex with him. Is that what you're saying? Even even like trying to suspend disbelief for a minute. I just, I, it's like that wouldn't, it's just, I can't. I, As a Seth Rogen type. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I disagree. I yeah, okay, I disagree but Ian, too. Ian, here's the core difference. Yeah. You have a great job. You're extremely oh, yeah. funny and charming and intelligent and educated and you live alone or at least you have a house. Oh, thank that you. Man, that man is an absolute slob. <laughs> he's not saying that he's Seth Rogen right now. There's like five dudes who are doing good in your 20s. <laughs> yes. yeah. I'm just saying, rest, I'm just saying the, you're already not the in that rest same of league, them so look it's, like it doesn't apply. Look, I don't know. I think that you don't realize how often losers can bag one good one. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I think. If she had been just hot, maybe, but, but to be hot and successful, I just don't buy it. She is hot it. and successful. I understand you don't the complaint. Think hot and successful people hook up with dumb people <laughs> with like have 10 roommates any, no have you no, not met I think any of the of comics off. i know <laughs> <laughs> that's that's wild that's wild we are Everybody professionally gets charming though i mean it's yeah. like that's what i'm saying it's exempt with that he type. was charming yeah. too though that was he was still himself no, he wasn't he's like yeah, 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 yeah. that's all he does oh. <laughs> no oh, that was the whole the whole reason it worked was because he was charming i think that I think that you are life position shaming him is what I think. Yeah, that's true. 
Yeah, I don't like that. Maybe, am I projecting from experience? Proje- perhaps, who's to say? No, because if you're projecting from experience, then you already had sex with one of those guys. Not when I was successful. Your whole shit's ass, ass stuff. So I need to wash my ass is what you're saying? That's right. I think that's okay. I think that's what I'm saying. No, yeah, you're right. right. Sean, hit her with it. I have been trying not to get involved. God damn You're not going to oh, say wash better, your ass? You better wash your ass. Oh, you fucking <laughs> Oh, my God, dude. Come I on. really, that, I'm just, that just triggered my depression. I'm mid-episode again. Gary oh. Payton. Did you not get that? Gary Payton no. threw the alley-oop, and Sean Kemp is just sitting there reading a magazine, reading Hunt and Hound and Horse and Hound. I thought you guys were fighting. I was going to let you fight. What? I'm sorry. Sean. We were just, it was all ruse to alley-oop you, my man. Oh, oh. if there was ever a time. Horse damn. and Hound and... Well, now Jeez. I'm bummed. <laughs> now I'm bummed out. Uh, okay, I guess who has the next pick? Whatever. Sean, you, Sean, you have the uh, third and fourth pick, Shawnee. All right. So uh, for third pick, I... Oh, man, there's so, so many. Yeah, dude. Um, all right, my third pick, I'm going to pick Gross Point Blank. Oh, oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. John Cusack. I love Gross Point Blank. Uh, again, it's got some fun little, it's got your Dan Aykroyd in there. It's got your Jeremy yep. Piven being a real funny Jeremy Piven. And it's just such a fun, fun movie of this thing. And like this serial or this hitman going back to his hometown. Gross Point? Yeah. What? What's the lead's name? Is that Andy McDowell? No. No, it's Minnie Driver. She's the DJ at the local radio station. Mm-hmm. And she yeah, sees like him outside movie. walking down the street and like, Something like, oh, has a man ever come back into your life mysteriously? Because he's right out there. It's just such a fun, hilarious, hilarious movie. Uh, Dan Aykroyd kills it. And just the idea of thinking of these two hitmen. Where Dan Aykroyd's like, I want to shoot you in your head. I want to fuck the brain hole. (laughs) It's like, Jesus, dude. (laughs) It's funny that it's all based around a high school reunion. Yeah. And they go. He goes. And Joan Cusack is in it, too, isn't she? Yeah, she plays his secretary. I love her. The Joan John one two combo cannot be beat. In yeah, my opinion. it's fantastic. Yeah, they're gonna it's come fantastic. up again. Guarantee it. Yeah, they're great. Yeah, I, I yeah, think gross, gross point, gross blank, point is, blank is good. Good one. I think it's perfect. Great pick. Uh, and your fourth pick. Fourth pick. I'm going John Joan again. I'm picking High Fidelity. Hey. Ah, there it is. I we thought you were gonna take up. that second. Uh, yeah. Is it a rom com? Is it? It probably is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, High for Fidelity. Sure. I mean, what else are you gonna call it? A com-com? A com-com? Because I've thought about this a whole bunch, and that's why I didn't pick it early on, because it's weird to pick it first when it's not clearly in the genre. Like, it's not like Hitch, but what else are you going to call that movie? It's a love story. It's hilarious. It's romantic. Yeah, I guess it's a rom-com. It's a rom-com. It's a rom-com. It's just like, it's so cool. It's a It's really, it's a rom-com drama, but I'll give it to you. Well, so it's 500 Days of Summer is dramatic as fuck. I mean, some of these, uh, like... It's so, I think High Fidelity is so cool and good in so many other ways that people don't want to classify it as a rom-com, which I always stick up for it because it is a rom-com. It's a romantic comedy. It's just perfect all around. So It's pretty problematic, actually. Why? But it is very fun. The rape thing? You don't remember that? What? There's like a, there's a part in it that's like bad, like real bad. But other than that. In High Fidelity? Yeah. Like one of the girlfriend plot lines is like, that he's oh, mad. No, yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. She goes, I had sex with a guy, and I it wasn't rape because I s- didn't say no, but it wasn't far off. So she's saying, and he's that, like mad about it. She's saying that she that she fucked it. No, she's he didn't rape her. She's saying she fucked a guy. She didn't want to, but she did because she wanted to have sex, and she just she does word it 
iffy, but she doesn't say she it got sure raped. It sure sounds like she's saying she had kind of non-consenting sex, and then he's like pissed at her I know for exactly it. what it's she just... says. She says, I had sex with a guy, and it wasn't rape because I didn't say no, but it wasn't far off. And she's mad at him, and then she says, just because I was too tired to fight off that little shitbag or something, so... That's what I'm saying. So that kind of is rape, though. I just that yeah. part really does get under my skin to it in a way that makes it hard for me to enjoy that movie. But, but it's real. If I mean, I that could shit. cut that part out. What a great film. But it happens. I mean, unfortunately, that's happened to a ton of people. So it's a real scenario that's put in a movie and them addressing it a little bit like she's calling him an asshole for it. They they don't dive into that storyline because that dude has nothing to do with the movie. But she clearly shows how it fucked her up for her whole life. She blames Rob for not having sex in college. So she and throws... we're talking about High Fidelity with Zoe Kravitz. No, that no, was the TV no, show. I, I, I know. That TV series is good, though. I really love the TV show. <laughs> yeah, it was Shout great. Out Shout out to Solomon. Shout out to Solomon, dude. It was so good. It was one of my favorite shows I've seen in the last year. Also, like, Catherine Zeta-Jones, like... Yeah. The ex-girlfriends of the movie are so hot. It is. It's such a... I feel like you don't like you don't like Uggos getting a chance at hotties. John like, Cusack's like I a good looking John guy. Ugly. I think John Cusack's hot too. It's an unfair world. The romantic comedy is an unfair world for sure. Oh, I think I don't I don't think John Cusack is an attractive. Oh, guy. he's not even would, close to Catherine Zeta Jones attractive. Yeah, I think he's like yeah, a normal men, looking dude. There, there are no men who are as hot as Catherine Zeta Jones. Yeah. No, just based on true. physiology. We're all you know even like. Uh, what's his name? Christian Ronaldo might be that hot. Uh, it's pretty attractive. Maybe for like one season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, High Fidelity. That's, that'll be my fourth yeah. pick. Uh, high Fidelity. And if if you haven't watched the TV show, great TV show. Shout out to Solomon Giorgio. Uh, David, time for your fourth pick. Uh, ooh. Man, I've just been going funny this whole time. Movies that mm -hmm. I think that are funny. And in that vein, I will continue with the movie. I don't know if any of you have seen, but I would be remiss if I did not pick The Wood. Yeah, The Wood. I, oh, I was going yeah. to lip yeah. it with you. What do you mean you don't know if I've seen The Wood, no, you dickhead? No, I knew you had. I was, I meant Ian and Miel might not have seen it. I have I, not we've seen talk, it. We've, we've talked about it. What is it? Yeah. It's about big old boners. <laughs> ah, I, I'm listening. You you had my interest, but now you have my attention. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's what just is that like from? it's like a friend. It's like a <laughs> Django Unchained. Yeah, it's oh oh okay. <laughs> Would you guys let's not spoil picks? Let's not spoil picks. Bad timing. Yeah, very. <laughs> you guys, I don't want to spoil any future picks. I'm sorry I said it. Yikes. Oh <laughs> Jeez, Louise, that bolo tie makes way more sense. Uh, it's a coming-of-age movie about uh, three young boys growing up in Inglewood. Yeah, and then eventually him being in... It's like on the day of his wedding, and he's trying to get out of his wedding, and they remind him about his whole life, and then how much he actually loves this woman, and they sober him up, and then he gets to the church, but in the meantime, he goes to his ex-girlfriend's house. It's Yeah, it's, it's just a fun... Just fun and light, and I love movies based around a wedding. I think it's yeah. like I think it's that's like a very good premise to write a movie totally. around. Wait, you're telling me Omar Epps and Tay Diggs are in the same movie? Oh, they sure. That's are. right. I didn't see this. <laughs> okay. It's I, it's fucking. I think good. I I think I saw it in theaters. Uh, yeah, but yeah, it's just a good. It's just I love movies around weddings. I think weddings are the perfect like, because weddings are always super dramatic. You know. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dramatic and fun. And fu- yeah. It's like those are the two things That's they ever are. Actually, you guys, that is my hinge profile. <laughs> dramatic, dramatic, and fun. dramatic and fun. How's that work out? <laughs> if there's two things young single dudes are looking for. <laughs> Killing with the drama. ladies. <laughs> I gotta see this movie. Yeah, it's really great. And it has a, a pretty good soundtrack. Great pick. Time for my fourth pick. Uh the moment I wake up. I know what you're saying. Before I put on my makeup. Okay, Rupert Everett. <laughs> I say a little prayer for you. Forever and ever. You're here in my heart. I will love you forever. Together. I'm taking my best friend's wedding. Oh, Sean's wedding? <laughs> God, we could make a romantic comedy out of my wedding somehow. We probably could. Yeah. Yeah. I love that they don't end up together in that movie. It's so great. It's so great. It's fucking I mean it's Ju- it's Julia Roberts, your boy. I think Dermot Mulroney is in it. Cameron Diaz, sure Rupert is. Everett. So like the kind the thing that makes like my best friend's wedding different that I kind of like is that like it's more about Julia Roberts and Cameron Diaz. Yeah. So her like Julia Roberts has been friends with this guy like since forever and like you know they've like I think he liked her. They didn't really they never really dated. They were just really good friends, and then he's getting married, and she's like, oh, shit, I think I, I, think I really like this guy. And he's marrying a 20-year-old, Cameron Diaz, which, who's like- Which also, in hindsight, shakes out to be, like, when I first- Because that movie came out before I was 20, so the first time I saw it, I was like, oh, okay, that's weird. No, it's really gross. But now as a grown-up, you're like, he's going to marry a 20-year-old. She's in college, and he's 28. Yeah, it's yeah. gnarly. Yeah. It's super gnarly. You shouldn't have been even hanging out with her, bro. She's great. She plays this like babe in the woods type. You know what I mean? But like secretly but she's, she's like, rich. She, she's rich, but also secretly she's like really smart and also very conniving. So like Julia Roberts, who's this like incredibly manipulative person. She's a bad person in this movie, but she comes in and she thinks like, oh, I can get rid of this girl. Easy. And then like because Cameron, because she's 20. What does she know? But then Cam Diaz is like also Big pretty mistake. smart. Big mistake. Fucking and so like fights back and like between the two of them it's so funny. Uh, there's a lot of fun like Pratt Folly type stuff in it. It's great. It's a great Chicago movie. It's what just up, fucking. Also like the ultimate romance between uh, in that movie ends up being between her and her friend, which is like so sweet. Rupert Everett, who is fantastic. Where if we were drafting and we may do this one day, but I'll say it anyway. Uh, side characters in rom coms. Rupert Everett in My Best Friend's Wedding is like that's S tier. Fucking right up there for me. George, her friend George. Uh, but yeah, my best friend's wedding, my fourth pick. I just fucking love it. It's so good. God, we guys, this is everyone is drafting very good movies right now. I don't think any right? of these it's have a, been bum picks. It is a thick genre. Uh, Miel, time for your fourth pick and your final ones, as it is a Absolutely. serpentine draft. Ah, I'm really debating if I want to try some bullshit right now or not kinda, you, gotta, you gotta pull something you gotta let something in on the last one i think yeah. i think i have to okay so yeah. let me pick let me pick an obvious one then for my second to last one i have to go clueless yeah dude Yo, yes i had it on my list my main takeaways from that movie were uh paul rudd Paul Rudd and Paul Rudd. <laughs> he looked what? older in that movie than he does now. Oh. Are you talking about kind of a Baldwin? Paul Rudd? <laughs> Josh. <laughs> I, 
I think that's like that's like I definitely had a crush before that, but that's the first time I remember identifying that I had a crush. Like when I first saw that, when I was like eight or nine, I was like the brother though. That who's that brother though? And I remember I thought he was so <laughs> hot that I think in one of the scenes he's like watching TV eating like yes. the shredded wheat. Remember the shredded wheat with raisins in the middle? Uh-huh. No. He's eating that he's eating that while watching this movie. And so I tried to get into that cereal because I was too young to understand that was a character and that wasn't gonna like win me over to Paul <laughs> Rudd personally. Also a young Brittany Murphy in that movie. Oh, she's yeah. so good. Or that guy was like a Jeremy Jeremy Sisto. Oh, and the love story between the teachers and the friend and Donald Faison. Like, that movie's just so... And the thing that's so clever about Stacey it is that, like... Dash, which I'm not going to say anything disparaging about. We're not going to talk about her. Brecken Meyer's up in there for a second. Brecken yes! Meyer, he's the skateboarder. Uh-huh. I feel like I... The first, like, I don't know, when I was a younger person and I watched that movie, I thought it was kind of like a ditzy chick flick. And then I watched it again, like, for the first time since being a kid, I don't know, in my 20s. And I was like, wait, this is a legitimately fantastic comedy that we kind of all wrote off because it stars a woman. Oh, it's great. <laughs> like, it's so good. I don't good. think we did. I think maybe people younger did. I think people of the time ranked that movie where it's supposed to. I don't I don't think people wrote it off at all. People yeah, maybe so, true. Yeah, people celebrate that movie as a comedy for I watched sure, it a million times when I was a kid. I was probably 13. 14. I watched it. It's constantly. one of my it's earnestly one of my favorite movies. I love it. It's yeah. so funny. And also like I mean Alicia Silverstone I it's an incredible comedic performance that I think is like often forget forgotten when we talk about comedic performances. Mm -hmm. Also the dad who's like constantly on the verge of like blowing out his neck artery like at what all is times. his name he's such a good dad he's such a good she takes such good care of him it's so sweet hey, well, uh, i think that actor name? though is just yeah. so so good at that i'm like, gonna find it but yeah that movie uh, i loved it soundtrack is sick uh yeah it's just fun it's a good ass high school movie i love those she had that jeep mm -hmm. that jeep oh and the braces oh everything it's just everything about that movie i mean it's hard to talk about because it's so iconic that like i almost feel like I'm too oversaturated by that movie at any given point, but fuck, it's still good. I've been listening to a Scrubs podcast with Donald Faison, and uh, he talked about in that movie he was a hat guy because he was already going bald, so they shaved his head and made him wear hats all the time because he's got a baby face, but uh, yeah. It's really funny, too, when they shave his head and she's freaking out. I forget that that was like an extreme thing to do. Yeah. No, don't call my mom. Don't yeah. call my mom. You're right. Like, that's like Fab Five influence, right? Yeah. I think Clueless is a better movie than it is a rom-com. Yeah. If that makes sense. I, I put that know. up, too. The romance of that movie is not that great. In that I movie. think it's It's more there. coming of age and friendship to me than mm -hmm. rom, but, like, it's, it ends in a wedding, so it's definitely... The whole thing is that she's, like, trying to get a guy, and, like, I think if you watch it as a rom-com, you'll see it for a rom-com, because I, from the first time I ever saw it, suspected the sexual chemistry between her and Paul Rudd the whole time. I might need to give it another with those eyes. It's there. It's there. And, and then she tries to make it happen with that guy. Like, yeah, it's great. Okay, I'm going to fuck it up for the last one. I'm choosing In Bruges. <laughs> no, it's great. I, I've never seen it. In Bruges is really good. I've never it's, seen it. It's two hitmen, Brendan Gleeson and Colin Farrell, who f What? Spoiler. Yeah. That's a <laughs> big... Okay, sorry. Then bleep it. I don't anyway, care. Yeah, the foundation for any great rom-com. It's not really a rom-com. That's what <laughs> I'm saying. There's no love. <laughs> There's no... Well, but this is what I'm trying to say. So I have to spoil it to tell you how I think it's a rom-com. So I guess... You I can't, what are you, so am I supposed to pick Players Club next? What are we talking about? If you haven't seen if you haven't seen Imbrusion, you don't want to spoil... Fast forward like two, three minutes. Listen, it's about two hitmen, and the one hitman has been tasked to kill the other hitman. And mm -hmm. so he's trying to take him on like a nice vacation before he has to kill him. 
And it is a, it is very funny, but it's also a love story, in my opinion. Therefore, it's a rom-com. Thank you for your time. I love it. Okay. I think that's a great choice. And ultimately, ultimately, I'm not going to tell you the very end, but ultimately, yeah, listen, it's a love story. It's absolutely a love that story. That is a wild take. Yeah. That is wild. I don't understand how it's a rom-com. I guess I got to see it's a, it. It's a story of love between two co-workers. <laughs> is it a romantic love? I think it's very, I think going to Bruges together and trying to treat someone to a nice vacation is very romantic. And also Rafe Fiennes is like in it in the best way. You have to see it. It's a fantastic comedy. And I would say rom comedy. Thank you again. Yeah. Feels like your ass betting to me. I'll let it slide because I've never seen it, but seems seems like you're writing wolf tickets right now. You're telling me that two people, a pair of people with a long withstanding relationship Going to a romantic town together for a nice time, treating each other, sacrificing everything for love, isn't a rom-com. It is. Is it romantic love? Who's to say? Who's to say? Who's to say? I'm not trying Them? to read the underlying queer say. messaging. Who's to say? What? Okay. I don't. I think this is maybe a not good. I we mean, could, we could I put never a pin seen in it. I never seen it. I never seen it. I never seen it. It's a wild take. We'll yeah. leave it at that. Right. Wild take. All right. All right. <laughs> Having All seen right. it a bunch. It's it. great though, David. You should watch it. It's okay. really good. I'll, I'll watch it. My final pick, my fifth pick, I can't believe we have left one of the true queens of the genre on the board this long. Who is that? Nancy Myers, dude. And I'm taking It's Complicated. I've never seen it. I've never seen it. Meryl Streep, Alec Baldwin, Steve Martin. It's fucking fantastic. Uh, there's other amazing Nancy Myers movies, but I can only take one just because there's so many good ones. It's uh, Meryl Streep and Alec Baldwin used to be like married and they had kids together and then they got divorced. But now one of their kids is graduating, and uh, oh, do they do they maybe do things maybe spark back up? <laughs> do they maybe spark back up? I love a respark. The supporting characters are fantastic. Uh, who's the guy from The Office who played Jim Halpert? Uh, John Krasinski. Krasinski's in it, and like you know, how people are like now like Jim from The Office was evil. Like that's a take that a lot of people like to do now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He's pure and good and completely wonderful in this, and so charming. Is that a, is that a take people do? Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's complicated. It's great. She owns a bakery in Santa Barbara. So like you get lots of great bakery shots. It's just like beautiful. It's cozy. If you want to nestle in with a white wine or maybe even a rosé and you're looking for something to watch, it's complicated. It's going to get you there. Fantastic. It'll get you there. It's not complicated. It's complicated. <laughs> That's right. That's 100% right. Hey, it's not complicated. It's, it's complicated. complicated. David, time for your final pick. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. I just always thought this movie was funny, and I don't think about it as a rom-com, but it totally is. I'm picking Coming to America. Coming to oh, America! Oh, <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah. That's a solid choice. I never it's even a, thought about it, but it's, yeah, It's perfect. your classic fish-out-of-water rom-com. Mm -hmm. It's hilarious. It has Samuel L. Jackson and, for some reason, Cuba Gooding Jr. For some reason... No, he doesn't have any lines, is why he's just an extra in it. It's yeah, funny. Sam Jackson's got a little part. He's the guy who yeah, robs it, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, it was just Eddie Murphy murfing off. The royal penis is clean, your highness. You know <laughs> what I mean? Sure. Yeah, it's just a fun movie. Hell yeah, good call. It's interesting. Some of these, this is not a critique, so please don't take it like this. And it's not of your pickets of a lot of the... Some of these are hard rom-coms and some of these are soft rom-coms. You know what I mean? I uh -huh. deliberately oh, chose yeah, a fucked sure. up one to make well, you Well, In Bruges is not a rom-com, but like <laughs> I think Clueless is like a soft rom-com and Coming to America is like a soft rom-com. Because mm -hmm. some of them are just more funny movies that are also happen to be about romance. Right. Which happens sometimes. 
uh, Sean, time for your final pick. Uh, my last pick, I'm just going to go uh, true to me. It's one of my favorite movies, and I don't think a lot of people have seen it. It's the five-year engagement. I've seen it. It's I've never it's seen really it. It's really funny. Oh, is that with Jack Black's? Jack, Jack's Black's? No, it's Jason Siegel and Emily Blunt are a couple, and they get engaged, and then they have to postpone the wedding because she gets like an internship, which turns into like a residency, or not a residency, but a career at this place as, a, I think, an architect. Or no, she's a psychologist. <laughs> They're always architects. Yeah, or work for magazines. It's uh, it's just really good. He has to move to Michigan or Wisconsin. I can't remember which. Brian Posehn and Kevin Hart are both in it. They have little cameos. But it's just a good one if you're sitting inside and you want a recommendation. Trust me, it's very good. If you don't like it, then uh, send me a message on Instagram. We'll talk about it. It'll be a fun little conversation. What if you're sitting outside, dude? Uh, then you can kick rocks. I don't really care what happens. Fuck yeah, that's where the rocks are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The five-year engagement. I haven't seen it. It is on the list. It's great. It's very good. It is on the list. That wraps up the draft. We left That's it. so many. To recap, before we get to the board, Miel, you went first. You took one. Harry Met Sally, Moonstruck, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, Clueless, and then In Bruges. <laughs> I stand by it. Fuck you all. In Bruges. If Mel Kuyper gives you a bad pick, this is or a get bad score, like then he's listen, just not got galaxy brain. That's fine. Right. <laughs> not everyone can think on three thousand eight. I get it. I went second. I took Annie Hall, Notting Hill. You've got mail. My best friend's wedding, and it's complicated. Mm-hmm. I mean, talk about the nineteen twenty seven Yankees. That is a murderer's <laughs> row right there. That uh, David, you went third. You took Hitch. Along came Polly. Knocked up the wood and coming to America. I mean, that's a fucking weekend. Sean. You went last. You took Crazy Stupid Love, 500 Days of Summer, Gross Point Blank, High Fidelity, and the five-year engagement. Yeah. A lot of Cusack, but good movies. I love it. And I was going to pick Serendipity, which is another Cusack joint, and also Better Off Dead and Say Anything. Those are all Cusack joints, and they're Dude, all killer. okay. Yeah. The t- two that I cannot believe are still here. Yeah. Ten Things I Hate About You. Yeah. Yes. Princess Bride. Sure. Oh. That's crazy to me. Is that a rom-com? I mean, the whole thing is a com, and it revolves it's around all about, a rom. Well, yeah. Isn't it a rom fan? Like a fantasy rom? I think it's sometimes. I think sometimes when there's a lot of com, we forget about the, the rom. rom. But it's still. <laughs> but that movie's based about. It's about. Rom. I guess I, I think I have. I, and maybe it's just because I've been watching so many of like so many hard rom coms recently. Yeah. I think I have like a, a more strict definition. I don't know how to define now, it. Now, what is your definition? Well, there's rom in a lot I mean, of coms. You know what I mean? Like, there's there's romance in, in Knocked Up. You know what I mean? Or not Knocked Up, my bad. I mean, in uh, in The Hangover. So if it's a rom first and foremost, and then the com, that's your definition. You can't I be think, com with and rom. I think there's some com well, roms okay. on here. Does it have to be about the relationship? That's what I feel like. It to makes it a rom I feel like it needs right? to revolve around about... a relationship, for sure. And Princess Bride makes that cut. I guess yeah. so. That's I what I mean. So. That's he is what always, yeah, I guess so. Also, but Billy Crystal does not. Right, but also it's so good. Clueless is not. <laughs> Clueless doesn't have like a. Also, yeah. wait, have you seen Baby Boom? No. Baby Boom is so fun. With, it's, uh, is it Diane Keaton? Diane is Keaton. Old Diane Keaton, right? Yeah. It's so weird and silly, and you have to see it. It's terrible. It's the best. Uh, we left four weddings and a funeral on the board, which is like Dude. about a boy. Fucking amazing movie. Uh. Something's got to give. Another Nancy Myers. The holiday splash. Oh, the holiday. As good as it gets. Oh, as good as, as, good as it gets. One of us is good. The holiday is really good. That's a good call with Jack so Black good. and Cameron Diaz. Cameron Diaz and fucking Jude Law, dude. Jude Law, Kate yeah. Winslet. 
And uh, I had booty call because it's a oh, one yeah. night. <laughs> no, some of the best movies take place in one yeah. night. That mo- you know what I mean? Yep. Where it's just like beginning to end, and then we end up being in Also, love. like, set it up was pretty fun. Set it up was good. Yeah, I loved new. it. Always Be My Maybe was great. To All the Boys I Loved Before. Yeah. Was so Sleepless good. in Seattle. My favorite movie, I think, ever is teetering on rom-com, but I didn't include it because I, I think it fits more into rom-com drama. Yeah. I think it's more... Is it arachnophobia? <laughs> it's arachnophobia with David Arquette. No, that's Eight-Legged Freaks. Sorry. Um, it's Beginners. Have you guys seen Beginners? No. no. Highly suggest that one if you okay. like the rom-com genre. Oh, Singles. Oh. Singles is great. Matt Dillon. Singles would have been yeah. good. I didn't even put it on my list. Breakfast good. at Tiffany's Pretty Woman. The Apartment. Like, amazing movies. Yeah. Pretty in Pink. There's so many that are so like etched in the Hall of Fame that you don't even think like that. I didn't even think about when I went to make the list. You know what I mean? Yeah. You were like obviously in Bruges, we got at the top of the list, but then we have yeah, to take yeah. That. I didn't even we I didn't even that. think to put it down, which is yeah, crazy. Yeah. Our friend's movie, The Big Sick, which is also drawn, but for sure, The a Big rom-com. Sick, hell yeah, rom-com, rom. Um, well, we want to hear yours, all family. Hit us up at All Fantasy Pod on Twitter, All Fantasy Podcast at Gmail dot com. Uh, shout out to everyone on the AFE subreddit. Y'all holding shout out to down. everyone on the AFE Patreon holding us down. Thank you so much. Uh, again, shout out to all the workers out there, everyone who's still putting in time in this crazy world. Your heroes, no matter what it is, no matter what you're doing, man, if you're like fucking grilling cheese sandwiches and selling them, or if you're, you know, picking up garbage. Picking Seriously, up garbage. Anything you, where you, yeah, anything. Selling drugs, delivering couches, whatever it is. Uh, sh- huge shout out to you Shout out to the AFU Patreon Shout out to St. Sue Carmel uh, Shout out to Frankie Ocean Shout out to Sid the Dude Shout out to Haji Beats Shout out to the Nickel Spot Or no oh, yeah. Shout out to the Nickel Spot Fuck them Close <laughs> I'll shout them out right now Shut the fuck down Shout out to Delicious Pastels Shout out to uh, Dude Shout out to Garagey the- P. Henson Garagey P. Henson <laughs> Shout out to the Seychelles Shout out to Puka Shell Necklaces yeah, hard shout out to Puka Shell Necklaces. More important than all of that, <laughs> tune in again next week for another brand new episode of All Fantasy Everything. Shaklackity! That was a HeadGum Podcast.